Hi, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Ingest podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Ross. Thank you for tuning in. So what is this show all about? We created a tabletop RPG called Jest. That's G-E-S-T-E. Means a story or tale. To try to marry the structured nature of Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition with the more improvised aspects of Monster of the Week style games. Something huge that we're trying to do here is get your input on the system. We've built probably three quarters of what we consider to be a completely fleshed out game system, but we need your help filling in the last quarter and seeing if that first three quarters is actually, well, any good. Please follow us on our Twitter at IngestPod, that's I-N-G-E-S-T-E, pod. Our DMs will always be open for you to send us your development ideas. Our email is ingestpod, spelled the exact same way as our Twitter handle, at gmail.com. You can send us your ideas there, too. Any of you who write us in uh, with an idea that we end up adding to the system will be listed as builders at the end of the gameplay and rule sheet, which we're hoping to turn into a book eventually. Really quickly, before we get into everything, go to our Twitter page, at ingestpod, and give us a follow. That's where we'll be giving all of our gameplay updates and giving links to our gameplay and rules sheet. The link to our gameplay and rules sheet is bit.ly forward slash ingest. During the episode, if you want to go through that and see a written version of the game, please do. If you don't have Twitter, just send us an email and we can send a copy of the system your way. We're going to go through some of the bigger points here, and you'll hear more about the actual gameplay when we get to our first Let's Play of the system after this opening talk. So what do you need? The only die you are going to need are three six-sided die, or 3d6. Every roll in the game is going to take the raw score that you've rolled with that 3d6. You're never going to add or subtract bonuses from your rolls. With those 3d6, you are attempting to roll under, which is different than D&D, your personal difficulty class for a certain skill. If you're familiar with D&D, then you're certainly familiar with the idea of difficulty class. Every person for every skill has their own distinct DC for that skill. The thesis behind that being people are going to build expertise and skills over time, so very difficult skill roles for one player might be easier for other players. Now let's say you have a lower skill DC of 14 but the role you're making is pretty difficult. So you need to subtract three from your role. In this case, your altered DC that you're attempting to roll under is going to be 11. Another quirk we've added to Jest is the strategic decision point. And SDPs are per day bonuses for skills that you can spend throughout the day. For every SDP you spend on a role, it raises your DC for that role by one. Now let's go back to our prior example. You get a lower skill, DC of 14. The roll you're making is going to be pretty difficult, so you need to subtract three from your roll. But you ask your game master, hey, can I spend an SDP on this roll? In this case, your altered DC that you're attempting to roll under is going to be 14 minus three plus one, or 12. The last thing we're going to go through before getting to the game is the base stats and the skills that inform them. First up, brawn which is how physically tough you are. The skills derived from brawn are athleticism, grappling, physical will, unarmed attack, and swinging attack. Next up, we've got body, and that's how nimble your movement is. Uh, the skills derived from body are thrusting attack, ranged attack, your reflexes, climbing, 
sleight of hand, and stealth. Third, we have brain, which is your intelligence, your wisdom, and how well you can synthesize complex information. The skills under that are sawbones, investigation, lore, outdoorsmanship, perception, mental will, and brain magic. And last up, we have interpersonal, and that's how well you can navigate social situations. The skills derived from interpersonal are interpersonal magic, performance, observation, intimidation, deception, and convincing. Lastly, here's some stuff we're looking for right away. Though, if you have any other ideas, please send them our way. More spells, more feats, and what else should we add to the gameplay sheet? Like more game mechanics, etc. Without further ado, let's get to the game. The world is mostly divided into many city-states, each ruled by what's called a lord. You happen to be within Felmar territory, ruled by Lord Felmar himself, a small, wealthy gnome who is known for great cruelty and rash behavior. Every city-state has its problems with monsters and bandits and such, but Felmar territory seems to have an extra bad case. Many bounties come from monster slaying and proving those monsters are gone. Um, however, on your travels, you came across a bounty that caught your eye. Bounty, vampire, village of Hellbroth, reward 200 gold pieces. Most bounties don't offer more than 25 gold. 200 gold keep, could keep you fed for months or even buy new weapons and armor. So you come to the outskirts of the village of Helbroth, a small hunting village south of Lord Felmar's castle. Please introduce yourselves. All right, I am playing Thrak, Vaporizer of Men. Um, I'm a dragonkin. So Thrak, Vaporizer of Men, grew up in a small village of roving um, mercenaries, and that's where he learned to uh, vaporize men with his uh, vaporizing magic. Um, but after a while, he wanted to set out on his own, which is why he made his way to Felmar and uh, joined up with the Adventuring Guild there. Um, the feats I have, uh, because this is our first play test, and so we should probably go through like some of the more wonky game mechanics too. Um, <laughs> I have the Dragonkin feat, which allows me to blast flame. Um, Every 30 seconds basically gives me 1d6 damage for people who fail reflex skill checks. Um, I took at will casting, so I am able to cast both fire and air, like evocation magic. And I'm also able to cast uh, illusion and necromancy spells at will uh, as a full maneuver. Uh, I also took novice magic, which gives me 100 mana and the ability to cast novice level spells. And I also took Historian, which adds two to my lore skill DC. So I am playing as Crush, who is an orc. Crush spelled with a K. Uh, Crush is kind of grew up in, uh, in an orcish village um, and just kind of grew up kind of like luckily talented. He's never really had to work hard or anything in his life. Um, he was just kind of a natural fighter um which led him to fit well in in orcish in his orcish village um and and he was put to use um in terms of the military there but 
because he's always just kind of had a natural talent for things and has just kind of fallen into success in, uh, to some extent, he's never really struggled, which has led him to not really have felt a purpose. He's never, uh, I guess, been challenged. And so he left the Orcish village and kind of fell into the Adventuring Guild um, and is still, and recently fell into the Adventuring Guild and is still looking for that sense of purpose and for some kind of like actual challenge in his life. Um, so he's just kind of trying to go out and find purpose. Um, he, the feats that I chose for Crush, he has a racial feat for being an orc, um, which gives him plus two reflex. Uh, it's called Orc's History of Battle. He is a novice martial artist, which basically gives him the ability to make attacks with his bare hands as if he's carrying a weapon. Um, he has precision strike, which means when he makes a weapon attack, he just basically does extra damage and then has a pinpoint accuracy when he's attacking. And he also has shoving attack. Um, so when he sh successfully hits a creature with a melee weapon, he can spend an ST SDP, uh, which I guess we'll get into later or if we haven't already in the intro, um, which is basically makes the opponent do a reflex skill check on failure. Uh, they'll be moved five feet away from him or they'll be moved to an unoccupied space within five feet of him. And I kind of had that as a specific event of him shoving something in front of a moving object that kills it and crushes it. Um, so we'll see if we, if our benevolent uh, GM Ross here will allow me to use it for its intended purpose. What, what, what a large amount of pressure you put on me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we, we haven't come up with a, a cool, like, badass name for the GM yet. Like, Monster of the Week has Keeper, Dungeons and Dragons has the Dungeon Master. We think, like, you know, if uh, anybody out there thinks of anything super anything super badass for... Uh, I got one. Oh, go for it. What's the name of the game? Jest. Jest. Why can't you just be the Jester? I have oh, the dude. thought of. I have oh, the thought shit. of. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh man! Okay, that's not I, bad. I had the cool. thought of keeping it GM, but calling him the Jest Meister. But I like Jester better too. <laughs> I think it's that's a awesome I think it's a toss up there. Yeah, Ross is our Meister tonight. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. Uh, see what happens when we when we look for outside help at everybody listening to this. I am playing the character of Blastoise McDougal, the Wood Elf. Blastoise, the Wood Elf, grew up in the forest among the trees. He spent his youth swinging from branch to branch and just being silly. But because of this, he gained a reputation among his community as an entertainer and a showman. As he got older, uh, he spent his days and joined the Wood Elf Circus. He used his incredible swinging and climbing abilities to wow the crowds, and he's even known with his accuracy with a bow and arrow. We'll just call him a big-eared William Tell. Uh, recently, activist groups have led to the shutdown of the Wood Elf Circus, so Blastoise has decided to take his transferable skills and apply it to bounty hunting. The feats that I possess are Novice Assassin, which means you are most lethal when attacking unsuspecting creatures. Uh, when attacking a creature that is unaware of your presence, successful weapon attacks are critical hits. Also, he is a Novice Agile Warrior. 
You've learned to move silently even when donning heavy and noisy armor. So you ignore, ignore the noisy property on armor if you have that. The novice battlefield strategist feat, which means your experience on the battlefield has honed your senses, giving you hints as how to, uh, excuse me, is how, to how your enemies are going to attack. Using a responsive maneuver, make a reflex check, spending one SDP to scan the battlefield. On a success, call out to an ally. That ally gets an additional minus two to their defense rating until the end of their next turn. And then catch me if you can. The description reads, are you part horse? Whenever an enemy is fleeing from you and your allies, you can spend an athletics SDP to increase your movement speed by 10 uh, with a max of 20 while in pursuit of said enemy. I am Blastoise McDougal and this is my story. <laughs> so I know for a fact I did not write you are part horse. <laughs> that, that, Ross that and I got for sure. Ross and I got a little silly with the uh, with, with some <laughs> of the flowery feet descriptions. Um, yeah, so so you, you've just come into this town, right? And it's it's a kind of about fall time right now, you know. Um, it's it's towards the middle of the day, you know. You feel a light breeze. Uh, the, the, red and er, the red and yellow leaves rustle um, on the trees. Um, you know, wind pushes leaves across the dirt path ahead of you. Um, the, uh, the ground is wet and muddy from a recent rain. Ooh. Um, so th there's just a few buildings in this uh, small village, and they're all made of stone and uh, with like a wooden, like straw uh, mixed roof. There's actually quite a few people just uh, milling about. Um, a, a woman feeding her pigs in a pen. Uh, kids running around singing rhymes. A man and a woman who actually looked to be uh, performing some sort of funeral by their house. Um, th there's a tavern nearby, you know, men, women going in and out. It seems, you know, pretty busy, actually. And then um, towards the center of town, um, is a scaffold with a man hanging from the rope. So hanging from the rope, like from his neck, like he had just been been martyred, or yeah, like he is hanging from the rope. Dead. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> like he's a, not not with his hands by his neck. <laughs> so probably wouldn't be a good idea for us to go over there and question him. Then I mean, um, you, you probably won't find out too much. <laughs> so you guys think we should go over to the? Um, the the people holding a funeral because maybe that's important maybe that's a very clear quest marker or do you guys want to go to the tavern uh, what are we wearing? wearing what are we wearing this is important what i'm what wearing, wearing i'm wearing chainmail armor a nice pair of slacks too um yeah thrak vaporizer of men knows how to throw an outfit together well see the problem is if we're wearing black then i'm sure we could go to the funeral and all would be fine well but uh what else you know they tend to dress pretty flamboyantly I would, like to I would like to remove my, my magic hat and, and like just kind of place it over my chest and walk up to the uh, funeral service. Okay. Um, so at, at first, the, the couple doesn't really even seem to notice you. They're, they're kind of just um, like just essentially staring down at this um, just pile of dirt that they seem to have dug themselves. Um, the woman is kind of kneeled down next to it, crying. I, I would like to just say under my breath, like, oh, what a good boy he was. 
so the man like notices you and he's like that's my girl mm. <laughs> oh i i, I assume <laughs> i i i heard it was i heard it was the um the 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 boy and, and not the girl but that that's so sad um what yeah you, the what? the boy was murdered the other night oh okay thank you <laughs> um what what happened to the the girl was it another do you think it was another one of the uh the the vampire attacks do perhaps? i think i know it was oh oh sorry D don't don't mean to don't mean to um you know r rustle your jimmies um as they say around here but mm. no just, forgive me oh man, hey man you know what it's it's your it's your uh girl's funeral you know i i i understand you know as as a vaporizer myself i've had to put many many a person underneath the ground it's it's very sad uh whenever you have to do it um it really is yeah and you, you know what at least we got his vampire spawn, and he points over to the uh, man hanging from the scaffold. A, a spawn? Interesting. I didn't know that they they could um, spawn new people. Is do you know like where the the spawn came from? Well, I mean, I don't I don't know much about vampires, um, but uh, I. I think when, when they spread their disease, that the new creature that becomes a vampire is subservient to the other vampire. Mm. What time of day is it right now? Um, it's like middle of the day. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I say to this guy, uh, well, thank you so much for letting me know, and uh, I take um a gold piece out of my pocket and I. I flick it onto the the pile of dirt, as is tradition among the uh, the the Thrak vaporizer clan. Yeah, is that is that that is okay? Nice. Um, he, he's like, he he realizes that you did this out of kindness, so he's like, <laughs> um, I, I thank you so much. I I I appreciate you talking to us. I I put my hat back on and I say, you have a blessed day. Um, Me too. Um, I go back to uh, to my guy Blastoise and Crush. Um, yeah. Um, so it it looks like this vampire can vampire can spawn new new vampires. Yeah. Um, can you all do a lore check for me? Oh, can I do a lore check? Can you? Uh, so that is going to be a thirteen, which beats my DC. Wait, okay. is the um, what what's the difficulty of it's the... average, average? Okay, sorry. yeah. What do we add? Uh, you, you don't add anything to your DC. Just um, roll three d six and see if it's okay. underneath your lore total DC. I also beat my lore DC with an eight. Just just made the cut. Mine, mine is even with it. Ty goes I mean? to the roller, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Ty is success. Cool. So you you all uh, do do recall um, it's, and you know it's kind of your memory is kind of jogged by uh, what this man said that 
you know, va vampires and the vampiric disease is spread through biting. So when one vampire like bites a creature, um, specifically humanoid creature, uh, you know that there's a chance that that creature can also become a vampire if not treated. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do you guys think we should do now? Part of the problem with this is pursuing a vampire, so to speak. Um, I don't see how that really aligns with bounty hunting. Um, okay. If you guys like to weigh in. Well, I mean, we, we got a, we have a bounty so that we can go after this vampire. If we, if we whack the vampire, then we get 200 GP, which I mean, that, that sounds like a bounty to me. That's about the vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. Oh, uh, okay. I misunderstood. Let's do oh, okay. it. Yeah. Um, sure. There is a, there is a contact um, at the bottom of, you know, the parchment paper uh, that says, uh, Moira, um, Moira, the, yeah, uh, at the wagon flagon inn. Mm. So, um, looking at this tavern, is it the wagon flagon? Yes, it, yes, it is. It, it seems to be, yeah, like so, like a tavern inn type of deal. Um, um, how would you describe so, the exterior of the wagon flagon? What did you say? How would you describe this wagon flagon in from the exterior? Is it, does it seem like a hole in the wall, or is it more of an upscale uh, oasis, so to speak? Um, are all of the um, are all of the like materials like really well affixed to the walls, or are they all sagging? I hate you. Well, but <laughs> um, so it, it's like it's just like a one-story building. Like compared to the surrounding buildings of the village, it it seems you know it doesn't seem out of place in any sort of way. Um, there, there's kind of like a door right in the center and then two windows on or one window on either side of that door. So it doesn't look like there's like an apartment or like a, a bedroom above it? No. So it, yeah. So the like housing portion of it would be on the same floor. Okay. So somewhere okay. to shag in. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I, I think we should make our way over there pretty quickly so that our feet aren't dragging. <laughs> oh, well, as, as the race I've chosen, my feet are always dragging. Well, don't. Uh, boo. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I think we should make our way over to the wagon flag and try to get Moira. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, is everyone going over? Is yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah so you uh, you enter the tavern. And it's actually pretty packed for like midday. Um, One of those types of towns. Yeah. Yeah. So so like off to the left, um, just on the left entire wall seems to be like the bar area. Um, there's a woman, just one person behind the bar, um, a woman like serving beer and everything. Uh, there seems to be mostly like well-equipped people here, like probably also adventurers, um, possibly seeking out the same bounty that you are. Mm. Um, a, a group of elves and humans kind of dances at one of the tables in the middle of the room. Um, there's like two orcs kind of standing in the corner, um, 
like clearly pissed off at this group for making so much noise. Um, this sounds homophobic. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what to say to that. I'm just gonna move on. Um, uh, but but yeah. So there's people playing drinking games um, and such. But yes. Can I? do a really quick perception check to see if um or, or yeah a perce- uh, perception check to see if i see anybody there who's like maybe like hiding in the shadows and maybe looks sus potentially yeah, yeah sure mm-hmm. does everyone can do that if they would like but uh what, what's the difficulty on this gonna be um i'll make it medium uh, medium, so minus three, or or medium is medium average. Oh, sorry, I don't. Fuck. So very don't easy know. would be plus four. Easy would be plus two. Uh, average is plus zero. Hard is minus three, and very hard is minus six. Or oh, you can I just agree. make stuff up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, do minus. Yeah, make it. It's gonna be hard. Okay. By, per, by perception, do you mean observation, Connor? There's um, an investigation. Investigation? Oh, perception and observation are kind of the same skill, aren't they? Yeah, well, observation is more oh, of I didn't um, see the like interpersonal, like observing a person mm-hmm. like okay. in their um, kind of movement and all of that. Okay. Oh my God. So, oh my God. Yeah, I just beefed my... Pers- uh, oh, actually, I got a 10. Oh, a, a 10, but that does not beat my altered perception DC, so I fail. Okay. You said this was hard, so minus three. I got a zero. Wait, no, no, no. You you don't subtract three from your roll. You subtract three from the number you're rolling against. Ah, okay. Would that make it easier then? No, 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 it would make it harder because you're attempting to roll under the number. Either way, I rolled three ones, so... You roll three ones, which is a crit success. Which, yeah. So Blastoise made oh. succeeded. <laughs> Holy Oops. shit. Okay. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> and weird. Crush, how about you? Uh, <laughs> I did not I did not beat it. Okay. So so you guys, you know, you, you, you come into this tavern and you're you're clearly looking for someone sus, you know. And Blast. Blastoise just immediately pinpoints this dude. Like the first guy he looked at, <laughs> like this one. And it, it kind of um, off to the right, uh, this lone human is kind of sitting in the corner uh, with like almost like his collar popped. Mm. Yeah, yeah, brooding there. Um, <laughs> And, and you look closer, Blastoise, and uh, you do see that his uh, skin is pretty pale, like, mm. relatively speaking. Um, Blastoise, are you telling the rest of us what you saw? Yeah, I, re- I, re- I relay the information. Um, so should we try to find Moira first, or should we, uh, should we lock down this guy, or should we split the party? We could divide and conquer, I think. Okay. Um, I I would like to go over to the sus guy and try to strike up a conversation a little bit. Okay. Is anyone else joining in? 
Crush is staying back. Crush doesn't feel like he can, uh, he has the proper uh, people skills to handle lying to this guy and trying to figure out. Do you want to go find Moira then? And then, um, yeah, I'll take, I'll help with the potential vampire. Okay. So Crush is on the, on the lookout for Moira. All right, Crush, we'll start with you. All right. Um, so, yeah, so are you, you're just walking around, like, asking? Yeah, Crush is just going to, I'm going to walk around, try and look as inconspicuous as I can. Um, it seems like there's, like, a there's like a diverse crowd of, of races here, so I don't think he'll necessarily stick out as an orc. Um, and nothing really about him sticks out either. He's not, like, a... He's not flamboyant in any way, really. He's just kind of a normal-looking orc, like a generic orc. Mm-hmm. Um, orc so yeah, just kind of walk around inconspicuous uh, looking for Moira. Yeah, so um, just as like a little bit of background about this world, at least, um, is that there is like a pretty even mix of races. Mm-hmm. Um, so like ones don't usually like stand out in a crowd. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so you're you're uh, you're kind of just walking around, um, just <laughs> attempting to look inconspicuous. Uh, can I uh, can I have you roll a performance to you know to act inconspicuous? <laughs> okay. Is this uh, what level is this? Uh, what average. Difficulty? Uh, average. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So if average... I don't give it a difficulty, just assume average, guys. Sorry about that. Average okay. is minus zero, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I beat it. Okay. So, um, you you kind of like it, it's for some reason it doesn't seem natural, but at the same time it really does. You know this this orc walking around. You know he passes into one crowd and seems to just take on the same type of movements that they're doing that no one even notices him notices him passing by. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you end up at the bar. And um, just in your passing through this, through the uh, inn, and uh, the the woman behind the counter says, uh, "What are you drinking?" Beer. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, so she, she pours you a uh, like a mug of of beer, and she like slides it across the counter. Um, I'm going to switch over to Thrak and Blastoise here. Um, So you guys are just approaching this table with the suspicious man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Blastoise, I've got, I've I've got a plan and and I kind of like, like put my arm around him and I kind of like start whispering in his ear with my dragon breath. And um, I say like, uh, here's what we, here's what we should do. This guy, he looks like a, and I kind of like, flick out one of my canines um and uh i think maybe our dentist what a dentist no not a dentist but um maybe we go up to him and try to convince him that we are also uh that we're disciples of this vampire guy this has the uh potential to go really wrong (laughs) maybe that's maybe it's a stupid idea but also, this guy's just Jay chilling in public. You know, maybe, maybe he's scouting. I mean, he's certainly not like a higher up or anything like that. We pretend we don't know each other, and you can do that approach. And I'll just be a random guy at the bar. 
and I'll have your back if I need to, but. Okay. Uh, so I want to go up to find the approaches here. I see. <laughs> um, so I, I think I, I think I take a first go at it, uh, just in case it, it goes wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, I'd like to walk up to this guy and, um, be like, um, uh, I, I would like to kind of like sit down on like another chair at this table, like kind of gingerly and say like, um, you doing reconnaissance for the boss? All right. Yeah. Um, so he kind of, yeah, as you sit down, he kind of like looks at you. Should like, I roll for that? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so he, he does kind of, he looks at you like, as in like, what the fuck? Um, can you roll um, a hard deception roll? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would like to, uh, well, because like we already kind of have this idea that he is a vampire and we know that like this vampire has spawn. Um, mm -hmm. Can I expend an STP in order to have a little easier time on this roll? Yeah, sure. All right, so attempting to roll under 12. Ooh, that's a nine. Um, yeah, so I succeed. Okay. Um, so he kind of looks at you suspiciously, and he looks away, and he's like, what gave it away? Um, I look at him, and I go like, um, hey, man, uh, you know, if, if you're trying to do this kind of stuff in public, just like, don't just sulk in the corner with your, with your collar popped, man. <laughs> Like I, I wear the hat so the sun doesn't hit me directly, and you know, look, look at my hands and everything like that. And I show them like my fancy gloves and everything, and how like my my fancy like wizard robes are like covering my hands and everything like that. He's like, you got to do stuff like this. You don't look out of place if you're doing stuff like that, man. Huh? And if no, I, I can I... see you with my untrained eye, and all these people probably know who you are. Your untrained eye, huh? Um, <laughs> so uh, he 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 responds, uh, "Oh, you know what? That's that's pretty awesome." Okay, I didn't ever think about like just using using just hats and shit to cover up from the sun. Mm. Um, are you coming to the meeting tonight? Uh, I mean, I mean, absolutely. But I mean, I've I've been out of town for a couple weeks trying to well doing some doing some out of town work, um, and. So I maybe I haven't been getting the memos or anything like that, but uh, do you think you'd be able to be able to show me where the where the meeting is tonight when uh the time rolls around? Out of town work? Yeah, boss sent me. Boss sent me. Wh where's the city that we're from? Helbra. Oh, well, this is the village of Helbra. Okay, but what's what's the city that we are from originally? Um. So you can say Felmar? like the. Yeah. So the Felmar, um. Yeah. You're in the fel. Felmar territory, mm -hmm. um, and like the like capital of this is just called capital. We'll say. Okay. <laughs> so, I so um yeah, boss sent me down to uh boss sent me down to Felmar to um I had to take out a couple of people that work in um you know garlic distribution, and I wink at him. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, you know, you, you can't lose those those papers um, about the meetings, man. We're, we're meeting tonight in the stables. In the what? The stables. The stables? Yeah. 
yeah, that was um, easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, tonight in the stables, what are you guys doing with uh, with all the horses? Or are we having a bit of a feast tonight? And I wink at him again. <laughs> um. So he's he's like. You can tell throughout this that he's slowly becoming uh, less amused by you. Um, and he's like, did no one tell you shit, man? We feasted last night. Why the fuck do you think the funeral's out there? We're meeting up so we can head back. Oh, man. Um Sorry, dude. I've just been out of town for too long. Job took a little bit longer than I thought it was going to. But you know what? Uh, what what time are we meeting tonight? I'm sorry to keep bothering you like this. At high moon. <laughs> high moon. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. He didn't I mean, laugh. Just me. Uh, I was gonna say that's in character. <laughs> Evil laugh. Okay. Um, um. I'll I'll see you out by the stables at high moon then. Uh, happy hunting and let me tell you man getting yourself a wide brim hat that's that's the way you got to do it um what's what's your name again i you know you you must be a little bit new i i haven't met everybody who uh has recently recently gone through the onboarding process i'm uh boris ferratu uh thank you thank you boris ferratu i'm i'm um i'm a uh thrack Shit. <laughs> oh no. Do you say shit in character? No, no, I, I say shit out of character after okay. fumbling for my name. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, yeah. He's like, uh, nice to meet you, Thrak. Uh, uh happy hunting. Uh we're gonna we're gonna jump back to uh Crush here. Uh so <clears throat> Crush to set the scene, uh it's thematically it's gonna be like the bartender slid the beer mug down the bar and then it cut to the other scene and now the we're coming back to crush grabbing the beer mug as it's sliding back down the bar as the the uh, transition back to his scene nice how cinematic that is cinematic i love that she uh she, she says so what brings you into town well i uh i recently left my home and i'm I'm really just kind of wandering at this point, just kind of floating through, um, looking for, well, looking for anything, really. I felt bored at home. I'm looking for excitement for, for just something, something to do, really. I, I, I posted a bounty about a vampire. Um, bounties, bounties are, uh, I've had, I've had my fill of, of, of violence recently. I'm, I'm actually, can I, can I ask you something? Sure, sweetie. Do you know, uh, do you know a Moira? Moira? Told... That's me. That's you? Oh, I was told, I was told that, uh, you, you were the person to talk to about, uh, about, the goings on here. I thought you might be able to help me find, find my find find what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, um, well, if you're talking in terms of the vampire, I, I know what's going on. I can, I guess, like there's some other stuff going around in town. What is? Are you talking about the vampire? 
Well, I've heard about the vampire. So to tell me about what, what has been going on with the vampire. I just, I just, I like to, just in case I get asked about it, I can keep up with conversation. Um, so yeah, uh, well, last night that damn thing was teamed up with, uh, old broad over there and she kind of points out the window at the um the man swinging uh from the noose um and broad must have been turned by his vampire ways um i actually i, I saw I, I saw him killing her last night uh he was standing over top of her with a sword and um, you know, I called the guards and, um, they, they came and they hung him up the next morning. I'm sus on Moira. I am not here. I am not at that. <laughs> I know. I know. That's out of character. Uh, Blastoise, are you also at this bar? I know you went to the bar. So what um, I've been doing for the past couple of minutes is, uh, uh, I've been, I've been looking at, uh, the conversation going down next to me and uh what i've been doing i've just been kind of sitting at the bar a few seats down from thrack i've been holding a bar spoon maybe eight inches away from my face kind of looking at the reflection and seeing what looks like thrack just talking to a open space of air <laughs> and okay, as soon as yeah. he's done I, as soon as he's done i lean over and say dude that's a vampire <laughs> <laughs> um so we'll cut to that in a second. But <laughs> uh, so uh, Thrak, she, she also says, um, and uh, like a week ago, uh, an another boy was killed just in, in the middle of the night over by the stables. Over by the stables? Yeah, he was, he was, he was, uh, he was the kind, kind of like the stable master's apprentice of sorts, um, and he was he was found just outside the stables with a, a huge gash in his neck, um, and almost no blood around. It was crazy. Was he the first attack? Um, recently, yeah. Uh, I, I actually posted the bounty about a month ago. Um, cause we found a couple, uh, horses, uh, with no blood left in them. So, uh, I, I was like, it must be a vampire. I mean, who the fuck else drinks a bunch of blood? <laughs> is this the, is this the first instance of, of vampires in, in Hellbro? In Hellbro, yeah. But, uh, I mean, vampires are everywhere, I think, at least. They must be. I mean, how the hell else do you have this many vampire problems in such a small village? The the, uh, the big cities must be having this issue too. I would think. Has the uh, before the, the so you said the horse attack was the first attack? Yeah. And that was about a month ago. Have you mm -hmm. noticed anything change in that month in, in the town other than the attacks themselves have you noticed anything strange going on noticed any people that look out of place well i mean 
if you look around this here in, you see a lot of new faces. Well, if you were part of this town, you would at least. But uh, everyone's here to get that 200 gold pieces. I mean, that's my whole life savings right there. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the next one who dies. So the quicker they catch it, the quicker I am to be insane. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't really know if anyone really, you know, sticks out because most people now stick out. Is there any reason you think the vampires would go after you, other than uh, you especially, other than the bounty that you've put on on them? Well, you know, I gotta, I gotta really clean out the inn every night. You know, I'm up pretty late. I need to walk around outside sometimes. That that leaves a lot of opportunities for me to die. Moira, do you, when when you look around, do you think that you, you have any suspicions of anyone in here? Have you ever seen anyone in here that you would that you uh, had an inkling might be part of one of these vampires? Well, to be honest with you, I never thought. I totally forgot the guy's name, but I think it. Could. <laughs> What what did I call the guy hanging? Boris. Oh, oh, the guy hanging. Yeah. No, oh, not Boris Karadzic. No. Yeah. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him uh, Rolled, just so we don't have another B name, because I think it was a B name. Rolled. I'm gonna write that down. To be honest with you, Rolled seemed like a normal dude. So, I don't really know. I mean, shit's been going on by the stable, but. The stable master seems like a decent guy, I guess. I haven't noticed too much, to be honest. Hmm. Um, Blastoise, we're going to cut to you. Mm-hmm. So you you say when Thrak gets back, I think that guy's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And I, I, I look at I, I, I kind of like side eye uh, Blastoise, and I kind of stare out of the side of my mouth. Um, let's not let's all leave separately. This guy thinks I'm also a vampire. Um, um I, I, I check the spoon in front of my face to look at the reflection, just to make sure the track is indeed not a vampire. I look back <laughs> at him. I say, okay. Spoon check. No. Um. So. Just as you guys have this, like, interchange here, I think that's the word. I don't know. Um, the uh, uh, Boris Faratu gets up from the table, um, kind of puts on this, like, cloak uh, that's, you know, under actually underneath this other jacket that had the uh, collar. So, mm. um, and he walks out the door. As, as he's as he's walking out with his like hood up, I, I look at him and I give him what a I give him like like a like a nice job signal, um, because he's wearing hats now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he just kind of eyes you down and then walks out. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, so uh, this guy just walked out. Um, do you guys want to like try tracking this guy? Maybe. We can find where he's going, and if he's going to like feed somewhere or something like that, we can probably stop that. Or so are maybe... you are you guys over by Crush? Oh, um, not now, but like maybe no. maybe Blastoise and I can go over um, and kind of tap him on the shoulder 
and be like, hey, question, just... I have an out of character question. Yeah. Sure. I have the catch me if you can feat, which is when enemies fleeing you and your allies, you can spend an athletics SDP to increase your movement speed by 10 while in pursuit. You, yeah, that would be immediately after combat, or can I use that whenever? I mean, it, it, didn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be after combat. Um, uh, but, like, if he started, like, sprinting away, you yep. would, it, it might be hard to catch. So someone. it's only, like, in knowledgeable pursuit. Like, he knows I'm following him. Maybe. I mean, like, if he's running anyways or he's on a carriage or something. I don't know. Like, if if you don't need that extra bonus, I wouldn't use it. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to use it. I was just curious if it would apply. Gotcha. Could. Uh, the way I the way I wrote that feat was basically like you can pretty much use it whenever if you're trying to catch up with somebody like if somebody's sprinting away from you and you are trying to like sprint after them then that would increase your movement speed by like that amount for or, or like yeah. like per however many SDPs you spend it would like increase your movement speed by ten for however long carriages and stuff like that have movement speed too and so if like a carriage is hoofing it away like pulled by four horses or something like that like that would narratively not make sense mm -hmm. for you to be able to catch up with them but if you mm -hmm. um we're trying to catch up with somebody running away i mean that would help you out yep yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah cool 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 um so yeah yeah uh crush so are you wait well are you guys walking over to crush is that the yeah i think so so mm -hmm. crush has kind of been like keeping an like he hasn't been fully like checked out of everything. Like he is aware that he is here with, uh, with Blastoise and uh, and Thrak. The Thrak, yes. And uh, so he has like been keeping an eye out for them to make to see if anything changes with their situation, just so he can like be aware of what's going on. So he notices when uh, the person that Thrak was talking to leaves, and he kind of like exits the conversation with Moira to still blending in uh kind of meet back up with thrak and blastoise inconspicuously okay yeah um so yeah so you guys all kind of notice each other noticing each other <laughs> <laughs> a lot of nonverbal communication going yeah on. yeah it's like that scene in return of the jedi when everybody's just kind of looking at each other and they're just nodding as they make yeah. eye contact and stuff yeah yeah um cool um yeah do what do you guys want to do now do you guys want to try following this guy or yeah you guys okay um, Follow. okay um when we when we walk out of the the bar do we see that guy or has he like absconded somewhere that we can't see uh can everyone roll against their percep perception skill just average uh yeah average yes okay d3 excuse me yeah three rolls right yeah uh i got an eight so that's a success okay I also got success. success great okay so as you come out you, you you catch like just the tail end of them um as he walks into the stables like off to like kind of your left like towards the outskirts of the town okay kind of a weird place to meet if you're trying to be like clandestine as a as a vampire horde but um 
So, uh, I mean, I mean, what's the play here? Um, I, and I relate to uh, Blastoise and Crush. Um, yeah, he's he said that they're going to be meeting tonight in um, in the stables. Uh, do you guys think that we should go in the stables now, or do you think like we're we're going to be instantly facing down like thirty vampires? I think we should prepare for the possibility of thirty vampires. So I. I find the nearest tree and kind of start swinging out a little bit. Um, mm. And I, I, I snap off a branch and say, let's get to staking, boys. My God. Mm, I dig that. Um, I like that, too. Also, uh, I say to them, like, oh, I have, um, I have fire breath. What if we, like, tried to burn down the, the stables or something like that and try to get them as they come out, like, kind of pick them off or something like that? Do we know from like our background whether or not vampires are like more susceptible to fire or anything? From what you've heard, yes, yes, that is that is the case. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe we try to set set that shit ablaze, perhaps. Well, let's. I mean, are we not going to check inside to see that there's nobody in there? Well, I mean, we don't have to do it right now, and I, I um. The, they they said that they're not going to meet until high moon, mm-hmm. uh, when when the moon is at its highest point. Why don't we just stake it out, stake out the barn, and see what happens? LOL, good good vampire until, pun. Ah, nice. Um, until, okay. Until don't get too moon, close to say. people with COVID, or you'll start coughing. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so, are there any like bushes or anything like that? If we could. Like just anywhere, tree that, that Herzog just chopped some wood from. <laughs> are, are there any? Are there any like potted plants that we would be able to hide inside? Giant <laughs> <laughs> decorated potted plants. And as people oh, are walking away, we stand up and you see our feet move. And then as they turn around, we go back down. <laughs> and you lift that. You lift the top the soil, but it's just like a six inch layer of soil and plant that you just pop up. From yeah, we just need a really big trench coat. <laughs> insane yeah i get some business done um so so if you're asking about like near the stable is that is that your question yeah near yeah because we want to hide out and stake it out okay yeah since since it's more towards like the outside of town like there's a pretty big gap between the stable and like kind of the rest of town um yeah there, there's like some shrubbery there um on the outside like, you know, the opposite side of town of the stable, there's kind of like a tree line and everything that the trees kind of come pretty close to the stable. Mm-hmm. I would like to hide behind one of the trees uh, with a with a view of the front of the uh, stable. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, 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 you are able to, you know, hide in the shrubbery um, facing the entrance like the main entrance of the stable what, what's everyone else doing i'm gonna check up on crushes what like orc stats to make sure i don't have like super bad night vision which i think i might but we'll see i think you might i think you have like the limited yep i do yeah. have limited so, so I'm, I, I'm gonna try and stay as close to the stable as possible because otherwise i won't be able to see shit uh yeah i think uh crush is gonna stay by Thrak is like so that Thrak can tell him what the fuck's going on because Crush won't have any idea otherwise because his perception or his vision's pretty bad. 
So I'm I. Uh, Blastoise has night vision and he is proficient in climbing. So I'm going to ask how, how how stable is the stable? Like, would I be able <laughs> to climb up on the roof? Um, crushing with the punts today. Yeah, I would. I would. I would think that. Uh, with with some work, you could get on top of the stable. Okay. Uh, just generally speaking, with your proficiency in it. Um, now, whether or not you're very silent while doing that is a different question. He has to see of the silent something feet, right? Or is that just? Uh, I don't. I do have the the, the assassin the, feet. Yeah, I do have novice assassin, which means, um, or excuse me, novice agile warrior, which means. I know how to move silently even when donning heavy and noisy armor. Okay. So would that yeah, apply um, here? So you wouldn't have any disadvantage at trying to be stealthy, but you, that wouldn't give you any advantage right now. Okay. I'm going to go for it. Okay. All right. So so you don't need to make a climbing uh, skill check, but I will yep. have you make a stealth skill check. Stealth. Okay. Okay, I rolled a six total, which is below 14, so it's a Dude, success. Who the hell is this guy with his insane rolls? I've been rolling ones like like they owe me money. Are you are you rolling three? <laughs> are we are we sure? <laughs> I only have one d6. I'm just rolling it three times. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just fucking with you. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of uh kind of crazy to even look at as Blastoise, master of stealth, just like like a cat scales this like the side of the wall of the stables and just like pulls himself up to the roof so so kind of the the image that you can see right now is we have thrack and crush uh kind of laying low behind a tree and behind some shrubbery that is uh like facing the front of the stables where they can also see Blastoise on top of the roof, like more towards the front end. Okay. So what's the deal? Are, are you, so Thrak and Crush, are you guys just chilling out there? Yeah. What, what time of day is it? Um. So you guys, you guys were in the uh, stables, not stables, geez. Uh, the uh, wagon, the wagon flagon. The wagon flagon. Um. <laughs> yeah, you guys were in there for uh, qu quite a bit. Um, maybe some drinking, you know, got a little out of hand. Uh, it was a couple hours. Um, and the sun will probably go down in an hour. Okay. Um, from from my, my knowledge of the stars and other celestial bodies, how long is high moon from when we are now? That is not the right way to say that, but. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, the sun is about in the two thirds eastern, easterly quadrant right now. So um, it'll be about three hours until high moon. Okay. Um, so I don't know, t take that as you will, like maybe mm. there's less vampires, maybe they're all just waiting, uh, who knows? <laughs> um, so. Did Blastoise see anything from being on top of the the stables? Um, okay, so uh, Blastoise, are you are you walking around or on top of there? Um, uh, I'm just like, like immediately looking in as soon as you're on top. 
As soon as I'm on top, I'm peeking in between like the slats to see okay. if I can notice anything. Yeah, so you you notice um you know just looking through the cracks. This is a pretty old like barn. Um from what you can tell, it's about like it's like two stories. On the lower stories where like the animals are kept, like with kind of a wide hallway from the entrance and then um like fence, like like gated uh stables, I guess, mm -hmm. on the sides. Uh you can see uh quite a few horses um and animals in their little pens um but you do notice that there's uh, a ladder that goes up to like a second floor the ladder starts about halfway through the barn um and you do see some movement up there but you can't make out what it is okay hmm. um maybe we should try to come up with a, a plan of some sort uh because like if there are going to be a bunch of vampires in here, maybe we're going to get murked by all of them if we try to take them on all of them at once. Uh, well, did did we all equip ourselves with wooden stakes? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've equipped myself with a wooden stake. Cool. Yeah, I um, would say so. I would say I, that happened. Then we're I fine. Also, I also I also have the ability to throw flame if necessary. Please don't burn the stable down while I'm on top of it. <laughs> I, I, I won't. Don't don't you wear your pretty little head. That, that's why we. That's why we've got a. Um, that's why we've got a. You know, uh, talk about what we're gonna do. Yeah. What elves are flambled? Don't forget that. Okay. Neat. What elves are flammable? So you don't have a. Uh, a plan right now. <laughs> maybe maybe we should. I. I kind of like wave up at um, at Blastoise, just kind of like trying to get his. Attention. I give him like the the I'm looking at you thing. Yeah, I I, I like beckon him back down. What? <laughs> um, I and I I I, do, I I like beckon, and then I do like uh, I do like a we. I I do like the two fingers like between the two of us, and then um, and then I like move my hands like kind of in like a like a talking motion and I do like yeah. the, we need to talk and then I point at the stables I look pissed and I'm kind of shrugging at him but I, I eventually I, I come down do I have to roll stealth again no you're fine okay okay um so uh in hushed voices so uh what 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 are we what are we gonna do what, what what's the plan I thought you had a plan no, I called you down so that we could have a plan. <laughs> I, I, I didn't do the plan signal. I, I did, like, we need to talk about stable. What Wait, is, we, didn't, what, we didn't have a plan? Okay. This is the first time hearing about not having a plan. <laughs> guys, so, why didn't we have a plan? Guys, okay. Next the, time, the, let's plan to have a plan. Okay? Guys. The, the, this can't be. This can't be like. This can't be like last time when we when we had to fight all those Pomeranians. That was that. That was ridiculous. We went. We went into that. We went into that Dragon's Keep with no plan, and then all of a sudden we had to fight eighty Pomeranians before trying to steal that Dragon's gold. Right? Everyone, they're but they're vicious. Everyone gets kind of this sort of flashback of Crush running around with like eight Pomeranians, <laughs> like digging their teeth into him as he's flailing around. The <laughs> just um, screaming ah! <laughs> um, okay so this time i'm thinking maybe we do 
we do some offensive maneuvers first, you know. Maybe we, we start big, start with a bang. Um, metagame thing out of character. I have a spell called Blast, where I can do some blasting if necessary. Um, I've also I've also got got flame that I can throw. Uh, also, I can breathe flame as as a dragon person. Kin. We have to okay. consider the innocent horses in the stable as well. Yeah. Man, we, we are kind of putting the cart before the horse in this situation, aren't we? What if we yeah. fed garlic to the horses and then the, when the vampires eat the horses, they... But... Uh, has, has, go into the bloodstream? Is that how but, that... but then we would yeah. need to go into the stable <laughs> and we know that that our our friend um, oh shit, uh, uh, Ross Ferratu... Boris, Boris Ferratu. Yeah. yeah, we know Boris Ferratu is in there and he's probably going to see us if we go in and attempt to feed garlic to the uh, to the to the horses. But I could be on top of the stable and shave some garlic in front of each horse and you know it could drop into slats. Yeah, but Threk, you Threk, you uh, he already thinks that you're one of them. So you could go in. Yeah, that's mm. a good point. Yeah, you don't want to go in there and then blow it all the fucking shit up. <laughs> So here, here's my, here's the problem though. Not the, the boss is going to know that I'm not one of them though. He's going to look at me and be like, who the hell is this guy? And then, so the second he comes in, he's going to be like, who the hell is this guy? And then everyone's going to start attacking me. And then I'm going to be a dead dragon, just like that dragon after we managed to kill all those Pomeranians. <laughs> uh, one of my feats is catch me if you can. And as per that movie, just act like you belong, dude. You'll be fine. Yeah, man. Um, Just say you're the transfer or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm from the uh, I'm, I'm God damn it! I can never remember the name of the city that we're from. Capital. Fel- yeah, I, dude. I'm from the, I'm I'm from the capital branch. Um, of, of <laughs> vampire. I'm redshirting, dude. <laughs> I'm just gonna um, take notes. Okay, so is that what you guys think I should do? Do you guys think I should go in there and do anything? Or, um, okay, so wait, what, what, wait, 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 wait. What if, what if you whore across underneath your outfit? So in case shit hit the fan, you could just keep him at bay long enough for us to help you. Does Christianity exist in this world, Ross? Um. You most religions are polytheistic. Mm. Um, it's the general consensus is that religion does not keep vampires away. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we know of anything Damn. in general? Um, okay. I like the garlic magic, idea. Without religion, are you kidding me? What is um, this? Should I just should I wear like a like a necklace of? garlic or something where like do we that? get garlic like from <laughs> is there a, <laughs> okay. a farm near here all right um yes can i roll can i roll a lore check to see if i know of anything that um perhaps like would um like if like like would hurt a vampire on site but not necessarily just in the presence of so if they saw it they would be hurt by it or like that would repel them in some way. Oh, okay, yeah, like, sure. Roll like a visual trigger instead of just like a presence trigger. Um, okay, so that's a that's a lore thing. Um, what what difficulty is this going to be at? Um, 
Take a minus two. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so I would like to um, think think about, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to burn my SDPs on this lore roll, but also I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out narratively how I can do that. Um, I'm, I'm thinking back to um, maybe when, when I was when I was with the uh, the, the Thrak clan, um, we, we encountered a vampire once and I'm, I'm trying to think about like what kind of things like Papa Thrak did to um, kill this vampire. And so I'm going to burn uh, these two SDPs in order to give me uh, a grand total of minus zero on this war roll. Uh, so that's gonna be, I definitely needed to burn those STPs because I rolled a 14, which beats my lower DC, so. Um, Yay, you yeah. did it. Okay, so um, you can remember what Papa Thrak, is that what you call him? Yeah, Papa Thrak. Did. Um, and you remember Papa Thrak mentioning that um, a rosebush um, actually uh, repels vampires. Um, he, he mentioned something about, you know, the, the color um, resembling blood but not being blood kind of um, caught their attention and made them like almost like suspicious enough to not go near it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I say to the boys, um, yeah, so if we if we find some rose bush, I can I can make a little garland out of it and then wear it underneath my armor. And if stuff's going south, I can just whip her out. Um and and keep everybody away from me. But I think we should probably have a signal for you guys to come in and start start hacking and slashing. What do you think that should be? You mean visual or audio? Maybe uh, either way. Yeah. I uh, I think a very effective one is a is a scream for help. Um, I think that that would be very clear. Um, I think we would all understand what's happening if that if we were to hear that. Um, just my just my thoughts. Um, but but also, don't we kind of want to take these guys by surprise a little bit? Um, maybe. Maybe I um, start smelling something that maybe is going to make me sneeze, and then I sneeze. But when I sneeze, I shoot flame and catch the barn on fire. Maybe that could be a fun little um, thing for you guys. A fun little visual cue that you guys should run in, <laughs> and maybe Are take you trying a to kill yourself, dude. Are we try. Oh wait, so you want you want to set the building on fire and have us run in to save you? No, uh, you're planning to have us just be your firemen here. No, no, no. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to make slow fire so it's going to make the building engulf in flame very slowly. Okay. Um and you guys can come in and start hacking and slashing and as flame grows bigger, it's going to get more of these vampires. What if there's like a thousand vampires, dude? Like Okay then we should probably watch as everybody goes in, right? Also, I mean, Barnes only is so big. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe 1,000 was a bit of a stretch, but like what, there's a max capacity that we can handle, you know? Like, Yeah. Um, 
I think first things first, though, we need to find a rose bush. Um, could perhaps I roll like rose an outdoorsmanship bush. check to see? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, so I, I'm drawing upon the memory of what a rose bush looks like, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, so, or you yourself, oh, man. Uh, I'm I'm trying to use my my outdoorsmanship SDP here to give me a better uh, a better um, chance of succeeding on this role. Ah, um, uh, yes. I'm, I'm drawing upon the memory. Is it oak? <laughs> yeah, I'm drawing upon the memory of what this looks like, and um, I'm gonna burn my uh, outdoorsmanship SDP. What's the uh, difficulty on this? Uh, easy. <laughs> okay, so I need to roll under 14. Hopefully I can do that without beefing Leaves it. Leaves a three, let it be. All right, so that's a 10. So I guess I didn't need to burn that SDP, but you know what? It's probably the only outdoorsmanship roll I'm going to make today. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I I find a uh, I find a rose bush. I make a very, very cute little garland out of it, and I put it around my neck, and then I, I tuck it underneath my, my armor. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'm ready. Um, yeah. That uh, you, you you successfully do that. Mm -hmm. Um. Are 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 uh, Crush and Blastoise doing anything in the meantime while he's doing arts and crafts? <laughs> yeah, while he's doing arts and crafts. <laughs> Crush is just gonna hang out. Crush is gonna file yeah. down his stake. A little bit more as much as he can to make it fine tune. I guess I'll uh, just start spinning. Mm -hmm. Spinning slowly, but you know, just burn some energy. Control. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blastoise takes a point of exhaustion for. Uh, oh, that reminds me. You and I need to. You and I need to uh, write rules for exhaustion and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw. Yeah. No. Never mind. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, I wrote down that we should also have a, a telepathy feat uh, because I think that that would definitely uh, benefit people trying to like talk silently from a long distance, like we just tried to with doing like hand signals and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So that'd be, like similar to like the great old one thing that warlocks get in D and D. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe they have the ability to talk back and stuff like that. Okay, this is a bit more shop talk that we don't have to yeah, do right sure. now. But um, Sorry, yeah, viewers, so I'm, um, I'm going to I'm going to go in the barn. Yeah. You're just going to walk right in. Um, have, have we seen any any other um, any other vampires going? No, no, okay. you have not. Well, first of all, I guess, did you wait until high, high moon? Um, how, how long is it until high moon? Uh, I'm guessing it took a while for me to, um, it took a while for me to make my garland. Yeah. So you, you can, you can, uh, when you were done with your garland, you had about an hour until high moon. How long did you wait to go in? I'm going to wait about another 30 and then go in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, even within this time, you do, you do not see anyone else enter or leave the barn. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go in, um, and what do I see? So, so you walk into the barn, um, and like, it's kind of, it's like oddly silent. Even the animals aren't making much noise. Um, you look over at 
like one of the horses and it has like this posture of like fear almost um and no one greets you as you come in you know you, you walk a little bit into the barn the ladder you see a ladder in front of you that leads up to kind of like a second floor um mm-hmm. about 10 feet away from you mm-hmm. um and you hear a little like you hear almost like a creaking sound as someone walks across it um but no one comes can, I, can I climb back up after he goes in uh yeah sure make a stealth check if you would like Okay. okay, I rolled an eight, so it's a success. Who is this guy? Okay. Yeah, you um you silently scale the barn again. <laughs> I go. Um okay, so he's going up the barn and uh does he see me like inside and everything? Yeah, he can uh as immediately as you like land like, you know, <clears throat> get onto the roof and your stable, you can see through like the slats and everything. You can see uh, Thrak. And then um, Crush, are you doing anything at this point? You're staying by the tree. So how close can I get to the stable while staying in a relatively like hidden spot? Is this as close as I can get while being on gr- like ground level? Or can I get any closer? I'm just trying um, to make sure that I can see as much as I possibly can. <laughs> Yeah, so dark out. Um, there's like kind of like a like a boulder about halfway between you and the um the like entrance to the barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it wouldn't give you as much cover as a tree would, um, but it would give you a little bit of something, and you'd technically be closer. You, you, I, so at the boulder, you'd be about 30 feet away. Well, okay. what? Wait, wait, no. <laughs> like 50 feet away. Okay. 30 feet super close. Uh, I always think of stuff I... in yards. Mm-hmm. We, should, mm-hmm. we, should, we should make this game in units of yards so I can Ew. think of it as a football field. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not a bad idea. That is true. Well, I do. Th- I think of things in meters at this point because of track. How you get out um, of America? <laughs> it's a se- hundred meters is essentially a hundred yards. Mm. Just a little. I'm more of a right. cubit guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even um, know what that is. All right. Yeah, so, so, anyways, I don't. I don't want to give up cover just so that I can see marginally better. Um. Mm-hmm. Is there any like is there any light from the barn like unnatural light from the barn that I can that can help me see better on the outside? Like, is there a light in the barn? Yeah, uh, there are like torches lit on some of the poles in the barn. Okay, yeah, I'll just try and like rely on being able to see just outside of the barn due to the torches. Then I guess. Okay, so, so you're staying, staying at the tree. tree though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Is there any like cloud cover and stuff? Like, is is it like pretty lit up for a night because of moon? Yeah, yeah. You could um you could say at high moon here. There's like no uh real cloud coverage of any sort. It's a very clear night. You can see a lot of the stars. Um, the big flipper is up there. 
Um, so I would I would like to uh, go up the ladder. Okay. So you ascend the ladder, um, and at, as you're going up, you hear the creaking stop. Like someone has stopped moving. Um, I I whisper, um, uh, uh, shit. What what was that guy's name again? I'm Boris awful. Boris Feratu. Boris. Yeah, I I whisper Boris Feratu. Is that you? Yes. It's 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 Thrak. From from the the wagon and flagon. Yes, of course. I smelled you from as soon yeah. as you walked into the barn. Um, that's, that's a little rude. It's <laughs> a little rude, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna breeze right past it. Um, so when's this? Uh, so we we've got about we've got about thirty until the the meeting starts, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um. We actually, with you here, we have everyone here. Uh oh, guys. Uh oh. Did you say uh oh like out loud? <laughs> no, I, I I don't. Um, I say like oh um. Well, I mean we we have everyone here. I mean except for the boss, right? Oh, the boss isn't coming. Boss doesn't come to these meetings. Here, get get, get your ass up here. So are you are you up the ladder already? Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 up the ladder. And um, I say, like, every meeting I've ever been to, the boss has been to. I mean, I, I know you're new, but, like, this isn't typically how this stuff works. Roll. You know, I'm going to have you roll deception here. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, as you're rolling, uh, as you come up, there's, like, kind of piles of hay and stuff. But mm -hmm. you do see um, Boris Feratu standing uh, kind of you know, in, in the center of this, like, second floor platform. Mm. And behind, and kind of on the ground is, like, blood, like, over top of the hay and everything there. And in on the very back, you see someone who looks very similar to Boris Ratu, you know, the pale skin um, and such. And he has um, a large, like, gash on his chest that comes down. Oh, and he's That's like he's like kind of like sitting against the wall. He looks like pretty injured, but he is conscious. So I see Boris Feratu, and I see dead-looking Boris Feratu. He's not dead. He's alive, and he is conscious. So I see I see two Boris Feratu. So you see Boris Feratu, and then you see another creature who is pale, like Boris Feratu. Okay. So essentially what I'm saying is you see two vampires spawn. <laughs> okay. One is Boris Ferratu and the other one is a separate creature. <laughs> oh, you see Borai Ferratu. I thought you were like, oh yeah, this is Boris Ferratu and this is Boris Ferratu's twin. And it, it was a whole... <laughs> it, it was a whole shape-shifting thing. Okay. Thank this, you. I'm undead, but my twin is just regular dead. <laughs> um, I, I say, I mean, I know you're new, but like, this isn't usually how this stuff works. Okay, I'm rolling deception. What's the difficulty on this? Uh, very hard. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to need a very good roll on this. That That's a failure. That, that's just an outright failure. Um, it's okay. I rolled a 13 on an 8. So yeah, that's a failure. Okay. I'm the one new here. How many? You say you've gone to meetings. 
where the boss is there. I don't, I don't trust this guy, man. And he turns around to the guy, like, kind of sitting in the back. Borai. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so he says, I don't trust this guy. And he does say the name, we'll say. Flouch. Okay. And Flouch, the other spawn, sitting, or, yeah, kind of sitting in, in the, like, uh, against the wall with the large slash on his chest. Um is kind of able to mumble, um, I don't trust him either. Um, I say, yeah, whoa, guys, come on, come on, come on. Like, look at me. Dude, it's Thrak. Like, I've been around here for forever. You know, I was just out for a couple of months, you know, trying to take out some garlic people in, in the cap, cap, capital. Um, oh. Yep. Uh, trying to take out garlic people in the capital. I mean, like that you know, it, it's, it's nothing too busy. Maybe stuff has changed since I left. Maybe, maybe the bosses, you know, like the bureaucracy got a little too big and he started delegating meetings and stuff like that. But, you know, I, back in the day, you know, when it was just, when it was just the boss and handful of us here, I mean, I saw, I saw, uh, what, what was the guy's name again? It was rolled, uh, rolled. Uh, um, rolled. I, I, I saw rolled, I saw rolled hanging when I got in here and that was the last guy around from, from, from back when I was here. And, uh, I guess so as you say that, as you say that you see both of them smile, like get a smirk on their face, but continue. Uh, all, I say, all, um, I say, I know, I, I know I'm a pretty pleasing guy to look at, but like, uh, what, what, what's so, what's so funny. What's so amusing to you. Funny so you say, huh? So, uh, so, um, so we will actually, you know, we'll cut from that for a second. Uh, Blastoise, are you still just up on the roof? Yeah. Okay. So are you, you're not moving around anywhere to get a better view? Mm, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm making sure that I'm aligned above that second tier so that I'm able to look in towards where this uh, conversation is taking place. So you do, you would have to move to like move like along the barn. Then, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll crawl. Okay. All right. Um, we'll say since you crawled, you know, that was, that was pretty, uh, smart of you. You made less noise, so I won't make you make a stealth check. Mm -hmm. Um, so crush, how about you? Are you still behind the tree? Um, you can, you can like barely see Thrax's feet as he's at the top of this ladder. Oh, from outside? I can even see his feet from outside. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, say you can. Yeah, I mean, I don't, he doesn't see anything out of the ordinary. Like, he doesn't see anything that would communicate to him that he needs to do anything. Um, so he's just staying put, keeping an eye out for things. Okay. Okay. So we'll cut back to Thrak. Um, and uh, so Boris Ferratu kind of he's still smiling as he looks at you um and you you can see these long like pearly white fangs in his mouth as he smiles and he says flouch so rolled was that man's name he gave you a pretty big cut on your chest now thrack here the you know apparently senior member of our group 
Oh, I never claimed to be a senior member. I, I'm I'm just saying I was I was a disciple. I was off doing work, you know. Good oh, bureaucrat yes. does good bureaucrat stuff. You know, Max Weber talks a lot about that. You know, the theory of the bureaucracy, you know. Well, nevertheless, Rold is not a member of our group. Well, yeah, he's dead. He never was <laughs> a member of our group. Well, maybe not. Maybe he got fired and maybe he was just off doing a solo thing, trying to uh, do his own his own solo stuff, you know? Is that so? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> now, Thrak, you know I don't believe. Oh. And you know that I know you're not a vampire. Oh, actually, I, I have one more thing. Um, uh, have, are you guys, like, into botany at all? I mean, I know, like, but, like, in my travels, I've, I've found a couple of, I found a couple of plants that I think are really cool, and I pull out the rose bush, and I just hold it in, front, like, the rose bush garland that I have around my neck, and I just hold it out. Uh, Boris Ferratu, like, immediately, like, like, launches back to the like wall behind him and he lets out this hiss at you and I, i'm kind of like holding it like a loft uh like off to my right in like my left hand i have like wreathed in flame ready to shoot flame uh and i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. how many of you are coming and what is another answer to a question i haven't asked yet <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so do you actually want to ask another question or is it just, <laughs> um, I, I, I just say something like, uh, give me some information now and maybe you can walk away with your life. It's not likely, but it might happen. And I kind of like whistle, um, a, uh, like kind of as like an auditory cue for, for the boys. Okay. So you both hear that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know how you're responding to that. Uh, since I'm above, is, I might have to roll for this, but is, is there any way where there's like a gap? Like, I don't know how shoddy the roof is at this barn, but is there any way for me to jump down? Um, there actually, there, there seems to be kind of like a hatch to, to the roof um, that's over top of that second platform. Perfect. Yeah, how convenient. So, um, <laughs> I do possess the, the novice assassin feat, which means I'm most lethal when attacking an unsuspecting creature. Let's say, um, suppose I, I decide to jump through the hatch with the wooden stake and uh, attack Mr. Faratu. Let's say, let's, let's say I do that. Okay, so so you are going to want to do that. I, I I'm saying that I choose to do it. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, all right. While you well, okay, you say that we're gonna cut cut to crush, crush. What are you doing when you hear this whistle? He's he's just gonna run in like he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He can't really see anything. All he sees is Thrax feet. Okay. Uh, and he doesn't see anything suspicious, but the whistle is his only signal. 
Um, and luckily it was an auditory one because he can't see for shit right now. So he, yeah, he runs, he runs towards the barn. Crush is sprinting towards the barn. Blastoise is opening this hatch and doing some shit. So Thrak, you, you asked this question and Boris Ferratu starts to respond. He says, it's just us. We were rendezvousing to go back to Master's house, and then, like, um, as soon as that happens, you see fucking Blastoise launch down from out of nowhere. So this <laughs> to be hidden by like hay, like a like a pile of hay that so you couldn't see around it. Um, and can uh, actually everyone uh, roll initiative, please. R- roll against your reflex skill here for that. Um, what it, um, there, there are other modifiers to our reflex skill DC, correct? Or am I just not having that much proficiency with the, the combat mechanics in this game yet? Uh, so you, you roll like against your reflex DC, like your total DC when you, um, enter combat and then I have a modifier for, the combat difficulty, which I will say here is going to be a plus zero. So, okay. so if you succeed, you attack, you act before the monsters or the enemies. And if you fail, you act after. Okay. All right. So I just failed. So I failed. Okay. Um, I think we should try to keep one of them alive to try to find out where Master's house is. Uh, I succeeded, by the way. Okay. Crush succeed. I, su- I succeed. All right, Blastoise. So the thing we have here, and this is up for change, of course. This is playtest number one. Um, is that anyone who succeeds against their initiative, you guys can pick what order you go in each time. Um, because it, it I like, like that. you're technically faster than the anyways. So why would you also have to go in some sort of order? I think I should go first. Yeah. Because I'm already, you know, midair. Um, <laughs> I thought that those are my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you're, you're under the influence of gravity at this point. <laughs> so, so usually what happens is I determine awareness and everything too as the GM or the, uh, the jester or the jestmeister. Uh, whatever we want to say um and like creatures can't um act against a, a creature they're not aware of so this differs from D such that there's not a surprise round technically and that's also up for change we'll see how it goes um either way i guess you're going to act before the creatures anyways um and honestly i would change it anyways in this situation because you are flying through the air at this creature um so uh blastoise so i guess if i if i jump on him and and attack him with the stake uh with novice assassin that means when i attack a creature unaware of my presence uh successful weapon attacks or critical hits so as far as like so you'll use a roll against yeah so you used a full maneuver um to make a weapon attack right yeah i think um, he's making a thrusting attack here thrusting. i would assume thrusting i would assume too yeah. mm-hmm. um 
we'll, we'll say that the stake has the same damage as a dagger. Um, <clears throat> so uh, his, his defense rating is zero. So roll against your thrusting attack, DC. Oh, it's a success. Okay. Roll 1d6 minus one. Oh, sorry. I didn't even add the two hit modifier. You would also get another plus two to your DC, but you already succeeded, so we'll go past that. <laughs> okay. So I rolled a D6 minus one, you said? Yep. Okay, so three. Three? Okay. Um, so now you you have a quick maneuver. Um, and technically your movement. Uh, I'm trying to think what my options even are. I don't. Uh, do you have anything that takes a quick maneuver in order to perform? I know. Of. I don't think you do. Not that I know of. Let me look at my feeds. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. That's I fine. mean, you you could always use a um a responsive maneuver to, which is basically like whenever you want to to scan the battlefield and do like the the battlefield strategist feat. Um, but I mean, it's whatever it's whatever you want. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Otherwise, it's, it's kind of similar to D and D in that, like, you you can only use quick maneuvers whenever you have something that requires that you spend a quick maneuver. Yeah, similar mm -hmm. to a bonus action in D and D. Um, if you got nothing, uh, so you see, you guys see. Well, Crush doesn't really see this, but. Uh, Blastoise fucking flies through this hole in the roof and um, is able to stab uh, Boris Feratu and they both land prone on the ground uh, next to each other. Um, Crush, you're up. All right, so where am I in terms you're of... You're at the like, bottom still, of the ladder at this point. I'm at the... Just climb the ladder. All right, climb the sick. Ladder. Uh, we'll, we'll say that your, your movement gets you... Uh, we'll, we'll get you to the top of the ladder and then probably in melee range. Okay. So I'm going to go... So Boris, Boris is already dead, right? No, Boris is just on the ground prone. He's hurt. Oh, okay. So uh, Crush gets up to the top of the ladder and just says, what the fuck did I miss? It seemed like a lot happened. Uh, and there seemed to be a lot of vampires in shock and awe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... I guess if Boris is the closest vampire to him, Crush, and he's already prone, Crush might as well just go, just go slash him with a, with with his uh with his stake. Okay, um, a thrusting attack. Sure. Okay. Uh, roll against your thrusting attack DC. Uh, get a plus two to that DC from your two hit modifier. Don't you okay, don't I, those automatically succeed because he's prone? Isn't that the game mechanic that we came up with? It's been a minute, maybe. <laughs> I beat I beat it either way, so. Okay, I want to say. Um, we were still. I think we were still maybe talking about that. And I, I, okay. I technically decided, but. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So you succeed. Uh, roll one d six minus one. Oh, one. Oh, awesome. Yep. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> Boris uh, seems badly hurt. You know, he's got two stakes in his chest. Um, 
he can barely move, but he he is still technically able to move. Uh, so well, hold on, am I? I didn't leave it in. I would like to have like. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. It yeah. It I guess. Sorry. He. I'd had... like to keep my weapon. My yeah, of course. Weapon. Of course, I, I wouldn't want to take that from you. Um. <laughs> so, um, while, while prone, Boris uh attacks uh Crush. You know his not Crush. Uh, Blastoise, his okay. first attacker. Um. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Does Crush just like if I'm if I jump on Boris and I stab him, does Crush just come in and get a quick jab while we're both prone? Yeah. Okay. I got you. Just make it yeah. just trying to build a visual in my brain. Yeah, oh no, definitely. Yeah, thank you for that. Don't so, miss. So your defense score, what is that? Minus, Minus three? three. He still succeeds. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh so he, he's gonna deal five damage to you. Okay. Um, so, uh, Flouch is actually not going to move at all. He doesn't seem to be in any condition, uh, to act in combat. So he like just kind of barely moves his arm <clears throat> and then goes back to resting. Thrak, you're up. All right. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm thinking maybe we can probably, uh, get Flouch to give us some information. So I would like to, uh, I would like to throw flame on, um, Mr. Mr. Um, Faratu. Okay. Okay. Rolling against my brain magic skill, which is 14. Um, is he still Defense. prone or is yeah. he stood up at this point? Um, we'll, we'll say he's still prone at this point. Okay. Um, would that add anything to my brain magic DC? We'll get a, a, a plus one. Okay. Ooh, that is a 14, which beats 15. So awesome. Okay. That is a success. Uh, and roll for that, damage. Okay. That is one damage. <laughs> so even with this pitiful blast of fire, um, you know, as it hits Boris, he like screams as these flames uh, kind of crisp up his body and he seems unresponsive at this point Ooh! all right wait 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 fellas in order to claim the bounty we need to be able to prove that it's him so let's not burn him too bad well um maybe we maybe we just take out some of his teeth you know now that he is unresponsive i would like to walk up to uh i would like to walk up to um flouch and um, like hold the uh, rose bush up to his face and be like, where, where is the master's house? Can you take us there? So he kind of hisses at you for a second. And then he's like, yes, I can take you there. But I'm going to need some medical assistance. Can I roll a... Uh... Can I roll a sawbones check on him? Yeah, uh, if everyone wants to do that and help out. Okay. All right. So that is a nine. So that's a success. With Thrax medical assistance, it, it's enough to get him up and like walking around. 
um, you know, you, you patch up this uh, gash on his chest that was just kind of constantly bleeding to some mm -hmm. degree. Um, it, it looked like a very clean cut from a sword. And uh, Flouch kind of says, I, I can take you there, but we have to get going before sunrise. Absolutely. Lead the way. And I kind of like uh, get him up and I kind of mm -hmm. push him forward a little bit and I hold out the, uh, the rose bush in front of me. Okay. Um, so he, he, he's like, he, he pretty much like murmurs under his, mutters under his breath, like, fuck this guy, essentially. Um, and he, he starts leading you um, like north. Uh, oh, sorry. Northwest. Um, into the woods, yeah, as if that makes a difference. But <laughs> uh, so, so you guys enter the tree line that you uh, saw before. Um, and for, for the most part, as, as you start out traveling, uh, you know, it's pretty lush and green. You know, obviously it's fall time. Um, so, so there are some red and yellow leaves, but there do seem to be a lot of leaves around still. Um, but as, as you venture deeper uh, into the woods, like you can see like there's less and less leaves on the trees. And on the ground, you, uh, you notice like less, like, I don't know, um, vines and grass and um, you, you, don't, you don't hear any animals moving around in the distance or anything like that, nocturnal or otherwise. Um, and eventually, you know, you, you enter kind of this open area. Uh, so it's, it's kind of like a cir circle with the tree line. And then in the center is this large pond. Um, and it's lit by the moon. So you can still see all of this um, in this open night. And in the center of the pond is uh, this like beaten up, shack essentially like a one-story house um you see it has a porch um and two windows to the left of the door uh the door stands on the right side there um a lot of the windows are mostly boarded up um and you can kind of see like sort of a window uh to probably what is like an attic of some sort on this house okay. um None of the lights are on or anything, lights. There's no lighting or candles or torches within this house uh, lit that you can see. Um, Flouch kind of like slowly raises his arm and points a finger at the house. And he says, master lives there. I say, um, I think you're, I, I think you're, you're wanted at the master's house. Why don't you go, uh, Give it a knock. And he kind of pauses for a moment and then he starts walking into this uh, pond. And from what you can see is that the pond's like only about three feet deep. Like mm -hmm. it, it only comes up to like your mid thigh probably um, unless anyone here is tiny, which I don't think they are. <laughs> um, so um but you, you, you like feel as you walk. Are you guys following him? I guess. Is yeah. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you feel as you like walk through this pond, like it, it almost feel like 
feels like seaweed or something is hitting your legs. Um, it almost feels more sturdy than seaweed though. Um, Ooh, bodies. And you can't tell if it's just because it's dark or what, but the pond seems thick and black and it, it gives you the uh-oh vibes. Uh, <laughs> Am I getting the vibe that this, uh, this pond is flammable <laughs> at all? <laughs> um, you, you don't you don't smell anything like that resembles that of like a flammable substance. Okay, so it's not the Cuyahoga River. Thank you. But, um, do we smell anything? We're not in like Cleveland ab- right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do we smell that? anything ab- abnormal? Like, is is the smell anything other than just like murky pond water? Uh, as uh, when you first enter the pond, yes, it seems just like murky pond water. <clears throat> Correct. Um, but as you get closer and closer to this house, you do like start to smell like, like stench, um, possibly that of a corpse. You know, you, you've been on a few adventures already. You've smelled a corpse before, you know, yeah. that of released bowels and all that. You start to smell that. So he, uh, he kind of stops at the edge of the porch. He says, well, he's in there. And uh, I, I kind of push him forward so he's like right by the, the door. Okay, so wh- where's everyone at right now? I'm I'm like right behind him. Like maybe so, maybe two or three feet behind him, like on the edge of the porch. So, okay, so you're on the edge of the porch. Is everyone else on the porch? Yeah, I'm on yep. the edge of the porch as well. I'm right next to them, yeah. Okay, can everyone make a perception skill check? Uh, very hard, please. Okay. Minus hard? six. Yeah, minus six, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to come up with a reason All for right. me to burn my last perception. Well, burn my <laughs> perception, SDP. Um, but can, can I just say, like, I, I will be, like, more alert. And so I, I will be able to burn my perception, SDP. Yeah, we, we, we can say that. Um, that okay. that's, that brings up another good point is like the criteria for burning an SDP. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because some things it's kind of hard to explain what strategic decision you've made. Yeah. Unless it's like something simple, like I am being extra careful about looking out for this type of thing, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Especially for like magic and stuff like that. Um, yeah yeah okay definitely Ooh. yeah regardless i fail okay mm-hmm. blastoise crush i failed i failed okay you don't notice any things <laughs> um, <laughs> everything seems normal no it doesn't yeah. happen but i didn't see what what's not there as far as so he reaches for the door handle and he opens it and it opens with this like slow creak into this dark house. Um, not dark for anyone with regular night vision. Very uh, dark for me. Is Does anyone have the good kind of dark vision? I do. Yeah, I have dark vision as well. Oh, nice. Okay. So you can, um, when he opens his door, you know, it's still, you know, kind of this dimmer lighting um but what you can see is this long hallway 
uh, and looks there looks to be like a doorway or like an opening on your immediate right. And then at the very end, it kind of tees off into two different directions. Um, from what you can see, because, you know, um, I still think it's it's not like super far. Your your dark up, vision, right? Up to sixty feet away. Okay, and it's not crazy far, I guess. But um, from what you can see, there looks to be like this, um, like this red carpet with like golden accents down the uh, hallway as well. Flouch starts to take steps inside. Okay. Um. Should we also go inside? Um, yeah. Uh, Crush is going to use Thrash as his seeing eye dragon kin. Um, so he's going to put his hand on his shoulder because he can't see for shit inside. Um, okay. you, you can assume, too, that you like have a torch or something, like basic adventuring equipment. You don't have to. Yeah, I mean, if I have one, I might as well use it here. Well, it's dark and I can't see. It would make sense. Um, yeah. Should, okay. Maybe we should add like uh, a skill under brain or something like that. Like like prepare like preparing for an adventure or something like that. Like um, like you would be like like preparedness in Monster of the Week. Like it, it might be similar to that or something. Oh, uh, like I I'm equipped for this type of thing. Yeah. Um, have, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think that would be a good idea. I like um, that. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, I'm I'm writing that down right now. Okay. Um, so Crush, uh, lights a torch, um, on the porch here. Oh, that rhymed. But um, so Flouch starts to walk indoors, and when he's about like two feet in, he makes a break for it. Sprinting I would like. Out. I would like to blast flame. In his direction. All right. Is what's everyone else doing? Getting the staying fuck out, out of the way. Staying out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Blast flame. Yeah. I, I am rolling. Well, I am shooting flame from my mouth, um, as dragons are one to do. Um, they have to make an average reflex skill check, um, which is plus zero to their reflex skill DC, and a triangle reaching out from me, thirty feet, and at its largest width, it's ten feet. Okay. Yeah. So how far is how far is my flame going down the uh, going down the hallway? Uh, you said like thirty feet. Yeah. About quarter of the way, or I get, no half of the way. Okay. Yep. I'm I'm throwing flame. Uh, they need to roll a reflex skill check. Actually succeeds. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so he doesn't take any damage, but I'm guessing stuff is now reefed in flame. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> so okay. so as, as these flames, like, kind of are in the hallway now, you see him, like, sprint around the corner and take a left. Mm -hmm. Okay, I would like to run in after him. Okay. Um, and what's everyone else doing? Yeah, we'll chase. Yeah. Uh, could I... Um, mm, now we're in a building, right? This is inside of the house. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I'm not going to do my pursuit feed. I'll just chase like normal. Okay. okay. All right. Um, 
So you guys all sprint in after him. Uh, you you kind of catch a glimpse of the immediate right. Um, it looks like kind of like this flooded room. Um, you can't really tell what's inside. It probably just destroyed furniture. Um, as you come up to the T in the hallway, are you just running around it? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you, you, you come up to this uh, T in the hallway and you take an immediate left. Um, and almost immediately to your left again is another opening. So like another room. Uh, and what you can see is just this pile of meat, essentially. You're hit with this wall of feces and piss and just rotting blood. And what you see is probably about 10 bodies, human, elf, horse, deer, what have you. And uh, crouching in front of it are like three completely naked humanoid creatures um, that Ooh. kind of resemble what Flouch and uh, Boris Ferratu look like. They, they don't currently notice you, actually. They seem very, like engaged in eating all of this meat that they can do we see uh flouch uh no actually in the room it, from what you can see you don't see flouch are there any other entryways uh so this room actually has those two windows i originally talked about okay um, the the glass is out of those Ooh. so dude might have dude might have pieced out is our goal here to eradicate all the vampires or are we strictly here for the bounty? I think maybe we try to find the the big vampire guy, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. At this time, while you're deciding on stuff, you hear voices. Uh, like two voices. Uh, low. Um... And they seem to be coming from like kind of like towards the front of the house. Do you guys want to like try and stealth back a little bit? Yeah, I think we should leave this scene. Mm -hmm. so, so you're like kind of just slowly getting away from these feeding creatures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So as you kind of come back into the hallway, like towards um, the original hallway, you came down, right? You see out the open door, um, the two orcs you saw in the inn, they, they're like walking through the pond, uh, coming up to the house. Are they started at all by the home reefed in some flame? The, the, so from what you could actually tell that they were saying was essentially fucking hell who did this. Oh, pretty gotcha. much <laughs> um what do we do here boys do we try and maybe we try and get them on our side maybe maybe we do a little bounty splitting or we use them as sacrificial lambs uh, at this point they don't actually see you um they clearly don't have good vision in the dark okay i stay confidently yet now i'm gonna look at the ratio 
Mm. Yes, have bad seem to be that's why I have bad vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys want to keep going through the house, or you guys want to wait for these guys to get in here and try and get them on our side a little bit? I is. I'm trying to think if there's a way to basically like hide while they go through the house and like go through any dangers that we might see throughout the house like we sneakily follow them oh yeah but mm -hmm. i don't know how that would work one because i have noisy armor and uh which would make me bad at stealth and uh two i don't know i can't necessarily think of where we would hide right now mm -hmm. while we're near the front of the house so you know with this where, where you're at right now so you originally came in and there's like a T and you went, yeah. right? Yeah. But there's also a way to the right. It seems to be like a, a closed door. Okay. You guys want to go to the right? Yeah. Door number two. Okay. Is your torch still up? Yeah, if it can be. It, it can be. <laughs> um, how quick, how close are the orcs? To, like if, the, if I didn't put it out, would they be able to see the light? So would, that, would it help their vision as so well? There, there is flame engulfing the hallway anyways. They didn't seem to notice the light before. Okay, so then, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it lit. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you just opening the door. Yeah. I, I would like to cautiously open the door. Okay, you cautiously open the door. Okay. Um, and it looks to be, like, what used to be a kitchen and like converted into some sort of like lab type area. There's like um, kind of shelving and countertops on like the outsides of the entire room. Um, and this island in the center, um, on, on the island it looks to be a dead or unconscious uh, vampire spawn. Uh, just laying there flat on the table. Um, on the outside, you see lots of plants and like test tubes. Um, some plants you don't even recognize. Are there any other doors or anything like that going in and out of this room or? Uh, no, actually it's, uh... oh, sorry. Yes, actually. So <laughs> inside the room um, to the right, there's a door which presumably leads back to that flooded room you originally saw. Okay. Hmm. What do you guys think we should do? I don't want to engage in combat if we don't have to, but I... Um, can we hide in here while the orc folks walk in? Are you asking me or them? That, um, I, you two. Um, like, my, my other party members. I'm, I'm fine with that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I like that. Um... So can everyone make an easy stealth check? You know, you're you're not moving inside this room. Um, plus you're behind the door. I succeed. Okay. What does easy do? I succeed. Plus two. Yeah, plus two. DC. Okay. Then yeah, I succeed. Okay. So <clears throat> you're 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 all kind of just like huddled down in this room, uh, this lab of sorts. And on the other side of the you know door you hear like kind of this shuffle 
as the orcs get past the burning area of the house um, and uh, possibly nicked by flames, um, got a small burns. The, the, the house is actually like really damp from being sunken down into a pond pretty much. So it, the fire is not spreading too much. Um, it is spreading, but very slowly. Um, so you hear them right outside your door and, um, the, the, uh, the, the one orc seems to be like, you know, determining whether or not they should go left or right. Uh, they decide left and very soon after that, you hear them yell and you hear these hisses and screams, um, the, the swing of an axe, like splitting the floorboards, um, the, the cries of these vampires spawn, and then you hear silence. Like complete silence? Like no speaking from anybody? Uh, pretty much, I guess, yeah. So pretty much silence, uh, but some heavy breathing. Um, no one is spoken. You guys want to check it out? Can we hear at all, like, uh, the, the sound that we were listening to when we walked into that room? Like the sound of kind of nibbling? No, you do not hear that. Okay. Okay, so cautious. I would like to cautiously leave the room then. Okay, um, so as you cautiously leave the room, you I don't see appreciate one... your tone. <laughs> <laughs> you see one of the orcs kind of like leaning back against the hallway wall. Um, axe like still in his hand, but resting down on the floor. Uh, you see blood on his face. He's alive. He's heavy breathing. Um, and then outside of the kind of opening to that room where those vampires spawn were, like feeding, you see kind of the limp green gray arm of his orc brethren there. Um, I would like to lean down to uh, the guy who's heavy breathing and say, like, where did he go? So he's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then um, he's like, where did who go? We came uh, here following you fuckers. Who who did this to you? And he just like, he, he points at all these dead vampire spawn um, mm-hmm. on the ground. And he was like, these fucking things did. We're the... What the fuck were you doing? We thought that you guys were gonna gonna be sus on us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe maybe we um. Do you think uh, it, did you guys see anything else other than those three spawn? I mean, when when I turned down the hallway, I could have sworn I saw something at the end of it so like you guys are in you know where you originally turned left right yeah and to the left is that hallway where the vampire spawn were and then at the very end of that hallway seems to be another opening to the right and he was saying that he thought he saw something over there you guys want to haul ass that way yeah let's do it and he, he kind of like stops you before he goes before we all start moving and he's like whoa 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 are you seeing this shit and he's like pointing down to the other the dead orc on the ground Mm. and he's like 
I lost my brother here, man. Not his actual brother, but uh, <laughs> um, we're splitting the pot. Um, we're not moving. Well, you're not moving. And, and <laughs> I, was I say I don't know if he is in a position to negotiate here. And, and I leverage, pal. <laughs> I, I, I say, well, you're not moving, and then I do double peace signs and I run down the hallway. <laughs> All right. So as you as you move down the hallway, you hear him pick up his axe. Oh, you dumbass! Okay. And he says, "You are not moving." Yes, I am. I'm going down the hallway as I'm like backing away, still doing double peace signs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so actually, actually, you call him on his bluff. He doesn't follow you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you, you, you come down to the end of this hallway and there's stairs, like probably to this attic area. Um, and it go, like it's kind of like these very steep stairs up to like a hatch that's closed right now. Okay. Um, and then also to the right of that, another hatch that seems to like probably go into some sort of cellar area. Ooh. Ooh. You guys, guys want to go up to attic? Or do you guys yeah. want to split the party? No. We should no. probably stick together. No. <laughs> Just send the guy without night vision on his own. <laughs> guys, guys, just feeling the walls. Where am I? Yeah, uh, Crush, that's a good point. Do you have your? You have a torch up still? If I can, I will have a torch up as long as it is up. As long as it is uh, advantageous to do so. I, I don't know if that's like that's like you talking to me, but like I can't tell you that. <laughs> well, it's gonna be advantageous until we need to be stealthy or uh, it runs out. Okay. Okay. So yeah, let I uh I walk up the ladder and I I cautiously open the uh the, the attic hatch. Okay. So um is is everyone else following? No one's going down in the cellar, right? No. Okay. Um I guess at this point, Crush, I need to know, are you putting out your torch or are you keeping it up? <laughs> So are we trying to get the jump on something right now or no? Not. I can't really get the feel for it. I don't think that like I don't think that we're gonna get the jump on something here. You know what I mean? Um mm. I, I don't know how much it would be advantageous for us to get the jump on something because they clearly know that we're here. Yeah. And so like they might not be super surprised. So maybe just keep it up. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so then yeah, I'll keep it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so keep it up. Okay. So you 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 open this hatch very cautiously. Thank you. And you know the the light pours into this attic um from his torch. And you can see it's a, it's a very small room. Um at the so you you come on like one of the ends of the attic. It's kind of like a a long room mm-hmm. uh, re- relatively speaking. And um, so on the opposite end, uh, leaning against the wall is this, like, beautiful uh, coffin. Ooh. Um, it almost seems to, like, it's almost made out of, like, marble of sorts. And, like, the edges have, like, this gold trim on it. 
So, um, if, so if I were to throw flame at it, then it wouldn't catch fire? Uh, yeah, you could say that. I actually didn't think about that, but yeah. <laughs> um, and then kind of to the right of that, more towards the center of the room, um, is like a desk. And Ooh. standing at the desk, oh, I guess actually on the desk, we'll go to that first. On the desk seems to be some sort of parchment paper, um, like possibly a map of some sort with a knife like kind of stabbed down into it. Standing at the desk is this tall figure. Um, he he kind of has this like long, wavy, uh, just very black hair um, mm-hmm. and, and some sort of like armored coat on. Um, he, he looks very sharp is all I can say. Handsome <laughs> um, <laughs> man. And he says, Please come in. Oh, I, I, well, yeah, dude. Don't you remember me, dude? It's Thrak. You you sent me off to the capital to uh, take care of all the garlic guys. Enough <laughs> with the bullshit, dragon. Because, I've been watching yeah. you since you entered Helbra. Oh, that's weird. Why don't you come up and say hi? I'm I'm an old pal. <laughs> are you are you here to kill me? Well. I mean, if the shoe fits. Why are you here to kill me? Mm. Uh, Blastoise, maybe you wanna you wanna <laughs> take care of that one. You you got it, pal. I mean, this is this is all you, buddy. <laughs> oh, um, so because Blastoise didn't wanna didn't wanna chat. It was it, it's because <laughs> you know greed. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's because of the, because of the gold, because of the bounty, you know. So, gold is all you seek, adventurers. Yes. Yeah, I would say so. That 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 sums it up. Mm-hmm. So, your services would go to the highest bidder. Oh, okay. So I. Uh, I, I know what you're doing here. You're doing the whole thing that like every villain does before like entering into battle. You're trying to like convince us to actually join your side. Um, and let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Yeah, I mean, let's not be rash. Yeah, well, come on. And and, and I I I, I kind of like speak over my shoulder at Crush and Blastoise. I say, remember that time that that we fought the Bear Queen, and the Bear Queen offered us like a hundred million gold to like become one of her bear disciples. And we had to say no. And then, you know, I mean, I mean, Crush was like swinging from vine to vine and everything like that. And it was very cool. And we, you know, raised that monkey army to fight, fight the bear queen and her forces, you know, everyone, all that gold. Everyone immediately gets a flashback of Crush um, fighting this group of bears with monkeys by his side. And he gets <laughs> whacked in the head with a like large wooden club. All right, come back to now. <laughs> Crush doesn't remember that particular memory, uh, probably because he got whacked in the head by a wooden club. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're. I, I mean, how much gold are you offering? I mean, that's that's always that's always the uh, the 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 tell, you know. First of all, to join my side or not join my side, I don't care. Mostly I ask, you don't kill me now, and you do me some favors. 
Well, what what favors do you want, and how much are you going to pay for them? Please come over here, and he beckons you from your spot by the hatch. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chill here, if that's cool. Maybe you can do like a PowerPoint presentation so we can see it from a distance away. I said, come here. And like his voice kind of gets this like low, like growl to it. And you almost feel like you, you hear this, like, I don't even know, like this white noise around you. Kind of like, you know, when the force moves something <laughs> that can everyone make a uh, mental uh skill check. check or a mental a will a mental will skill check um very hard please okay very hard is minus three right that is minus six minus six all right failed on the first roll i'm i'm burning my i'm burning my stp for will mental okay I failed. it doesn't matter i fail that uh blastoise how about you i failed yep okay so you, you feel like this like magical force kind of grip you kind of in your torso area and without moving your feet, you're pulled towards this desk. This is all three of us or just Blastoise? Yeah, it's all three of you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and he's like, so as I was saying, if you look here, you can see the map of Helbra and its surrounding area. Here, I've marked three locations. First of all, have you heard of the Hags of Helbra? Mm. Can everyone make a Lord skill check? What level? Uh, average, I guess. I don't know. I mm -hmm. succeed. Okay. I succeed also. Okay. I succeed. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So, <clears throat> you you all recall like kind of um rhymes and stories about the hags of Helbra who are like these three witches who kind of hold power that's beyond the normal limitations of magic um kind of like like with the genie you know you can um you know wish for something that, that's beyond limitations of um the known magical field I guess um more wishes you say what? Well, <laughs> I said more wishes. I always wish more, for more wishes. wishes. Give me wishes. <laughs> um, so uh, he's pretty much. So you you remember that? And do you say yes or no? I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, what what do you want with them? What I want is their power. These hags of sorts hold an infinite amount of power and if I can harness that I can end the curse that has been placed on me what what what's the curse and he like leans real far into you and he like bears his like long fangs um and as he does this like kind of his mouth stretches like beyond limitations and his eyes glow this like yellow tint to them as they kind of come into like what's almost like snake eyes and he says what do you mean what curse 
I'm, I'm going to like sniff for a second and be like, oh, you, you use Colgate too? That's what I use. Um, <laughs> he, he hisses at you and he leans um, back. Um, I, I, I look, I look over at my two boys and, uh, I say, uh, do you guys want to, you know, maybe get her going here or do you guys want to take, take the, take the offer? Question. Does Thrax still have the rosebush on him or? I do still have the rosebush on me. Yeah. And, uh, is, is it out and everything? I'm like, just kind of holding it at my side. Okay. Uh, as of right now, he doesn't seem at all affected or anything by it. He again, he's he's like, what I want are a few favors from you. Possibly help me gain the power of these hags, and I will pay you handsomely. How oh, handsomely? Yeah. What what was the price of the bounty for my head? Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. All right, can you roll the session? (laughs) (laughs) Which Um, one of us? So 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 actually before you say this, before you say five (laughs) hundred thousand, um because uh, listeners, all the world, even the though world. even though there's you know difficulty ratings, you know very hard, which is a minus six, all that. Some things are impossible. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say five hundred thousand, like essentially the worth of probably the entire territory you're in, things it, it doesn't really make sense. So a valuable man. What'd you say? He's a valuable, valuable man. Okay. All right. Yeah. If you want to say that role. Okay. So I'm guessing this is going to be very hard. Yeah. But it might not matter on what you roll. <laughs> so it's uh, impossible for me to succeed. Essentially is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I so... mean, if, if it's very hard, then I would have to roll a two on three rolls. So... <laughs> Oh, well, then yes. Yeah, so I, I, I failed. I rolled oh, a nine okay. on oh, an oh. eight. Oh, wow. But you're actually pretty close. Um, yeah, so he kind of chuckles to himself. <laughs> 500,000 gold pieces. Now, that's probably what I am worth between you and me. But I, uh, I I don't know the bounty on me, but I'd be willing to pay you 500 for these favors each. Each. Hmm. Each. Now, I know the average price of bounties, around 20, 30 gold. I've completed a few bounties myself when I've needed gold in my days. And I know there's not many that would offer you anything near 500. I, I mean, I got to consider it, right? <laughs> you got to consider it. You don't have I'm, to go with it. <laughs> can we, can we, we like huddle up. We like huddle up. Um, I, I, I kind of like re- reach a, a, a scaly dragon finger up and, and uh, let him know like one second. 
and turn around so like the three of us are all standing together and like yeah. well, okay what what are we thinking boys what are we thinking i kind of want to take it i don't know i think <laughs> you should take it i mean i mean i also want to take it but out of game i i also want to test drive combat a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious um okay if that is your concern too i don't want to sway you in any way like i'm just the storyteller here but um we we could also do like a series of combat events where you guys are like in like a tournament so it's purely combat too okay if we wanted to test that out if that's the main driver of your uh decisions and it perfectly can be too yeah that that was my that that's my um that was my biggest driver for not taking this was wanting to do more combat and test drive gotcha. the, the combat and, mechanics a little bit more and that's perfectly fine too if you guys want to go into combat i really don't care i just wanted to make an interesting character <laughs> okay. is this is this out of, out of character is this a one shot that we're doing or are we going to build off of this yeah or... probably a one shot i mean right. it could be more like if i were to run multiple play tests i might use the same world of source okay. mm-hmm. yeah and i and i mean i'm gonna want to test drive magic a little bit more just because yeah. like yeah i mean that's like like combat magic is also something in this game that we need to test drive a little bit more definitely mm-hmm. yeah so i i figured i figured each of us would get probably a few times play testing i would think yeah certainly um i would i would assume are we uh are we kind of in agreement maybe maybe this would be a cool maybe this would be a cool little thing for us to do Came here to uh, chew bubble gum and kick ass, and uh, all out of bubble gum. Well, are we kicking ass, or are we are we taking the taking the offer? Ooh, big idea, big idea. So, they um, Moira has to know that we killed this guy, right? What about we take one of the spawn down there? We dr- uh, we dressed it up a little bit. We kill it, and then we take that body in, and we say that that was the uh, that was the the vampire king. I think she would know, right? Does does she know who it is? Has she see has she seen him? Like from Crush's conversation with her earlier. From from Crush's conversation, it sounded like she just saw the bodies. Oh, okay, maybe we can do that. I like that idea. I um, I don't want to fight him. I feel like we, I, I mean, he's the vampire king, right? I don't know how strong he's. He is necessarily. He's a higher vampire. Okay. A vampire lord. You know. He's a vampire. He's a vam- vampire lord. I don't want to die. Mm. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> so I think we shouldn't fight him. I think that. Uh, you know, high risk, high reward. I like the idea of trying to fool Moira. Uh, to get Are we the bad guys now? Um, that, that that's how a lot of one shots end. That you end up being Honestly. the baddies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I I turn I turn back around to uh the the vampire guy, and I say um so uh I'm I'm sorry. What's your name? My name, honestly, I should have thought of one, right? Uh, <laughs> is wait, wait, let me, let me think, let me, let me get a 
Basil. I, I want it to be Vla- Vladimir, obviously. Uh, Vlad. Vlad. Vladimir Kane is his name. Ooh. That's a super cool name. Um, right? That's sick. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost like you were born to be a vampire. But um, so how attached are you to any of the vampires spawn down there? And I have a second question. Do you have any extra clothes that maybe you're looking at giving to Fantasy Goodwill that maybe we could dress this guy up in? Because maybe, because we want to get the bounty for killing and I quote unquote you, but then also we want to get the bounty from you too. So what I'm saying is we're down, but maybe we can get a little, maybe, maybe we can have a little bit of help so we can stick it to, uh, stick it to old Moira, you know? businessmen i see yeah the, the dwarves have some competition that I, seems uh, a little racist uh, <laughs> the dwarves are tradesmen okay sir <laughs> they get a racial feat for it yeah that's true or a, race, a language um but yeah. anyways <laughs> um <laughs> so uh yes i'm uh i'm sure we could spare some fresh spawn bodies and clothes Mm -hmm. um also um it was kind of it was kind of a weird vibe it's kind of a weird vibe in that uh um that town when we got in earlier do you think like maybe that um that orc downstairs do you think you know if you were to uh do some snacking on him for the next couple days until we get the uh until we get the hag stuff for you do you think you like that would tide you over and he just kind of he just kind of smiles, um, and he, he you can see his fangs again, and he's like, "I believe so." <laughs> um, and, and then so he finally says, "Now who's ready to go burn a witch?" And then we'll fast forward to you guys, you know, getting all these clothes and vampire spawn body, right? Mm-hmm. I, I guess I mean. Based on what you were saying, I'm guessing you took up his offer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's like like he puts out his arm and it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so fast forward. Um the sun is coming up um as you, you guys come back into Helbra and you see uh Moira kind of like flipping her open sign pretty much to the uh, wagon flagon in. We go up and we throw that body right in front of her. And she like screams at first and jumps away from it. <laughs> and then, God, what was my voice for? Um, she was like Southern. Yeah. What the fuck are you two, are you three doing here? <laughs> um, here to collect a, here to collect a bounty miss. On this man? Yeah. And she like kind of gets yes, closer I'm... to it. And she's like, she's like starts to get close and she backs off. She's like, he's dead, right? Absolutely. He would have jumped up and eaten you. Plus it's the sun. And you know, if a vampire is alive in the sun, it burns up. Oh, I lost. Okay. I lost Connor for a sec, but I think I know what you said. And she's like, well, yeah, you're right, aren't you? And she kind of gets closer and she like takes a stick and she like looks like like moves its lips to see its fangs. And she's like, 
you done did it. And she like starts to give all of you hugs and she's like, please come in. I'll get that bounty or that, that reward. Great. So uh, you, you guys go in um, and she, she takes you into the back. Like there's this back area that's like probably her office. Um, and she like, she's like, now don't tell nobody. And she kind of like lifts up like a plank behind her desk and she like pulls out this pouch. And I started to just speak with this accent there on my own, but, um, and she's like, now this should be good enough for y'all. It's that 200 that I promised. Now you're, you're sure that that is the vampire that we've been looking for. Yeah, we're a hundred percent sure. Well, now I know that role guy, he was also working for the vampire. It couldn't be like one of them again. Right. I mean, if it was, like, I mean, this guy was pretty hard to kill. I mean, Jesus, I mean, look look at me. I mean, I, mean, I, I kind of, like, just gesture towards my chest, which I'm guessing has, like, burn marks and stuff like that on it from where I threw flame the previous night. Well, I guess that's fair. You do look like you've been in your fair share of fights this evening. Now, all right, here you guys go. Thank you so much for your service. A- anytime that you come into Hellbra. You have a place to say thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it, Moira. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll we'll end there then. Um, that was that was a that was a good job getting both bounty or getting that bounty too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, All right, so oh, I, I think I don't I don't know though. how we want to usually end these. Um, but like, did we want to like talk about some stuff that we would look into? Yeah, just really briefly. Um, okay. What are, what are some stuff that, um, I mean, Ross and I have been looking over the, the, all of these documents, like a whole bunch for like the last few months now. And yeah. maybe we're getting a little bit like too, a little bit too close to it. Uh, Crush and, uh, not Crush and Blastoise, you guys are no longer in character. But, You're regular people. <laughs> um, Let me think. Uh, <laughs> The, the two things I have written down right now are having a feat for telepathy and I, I just have flame punch written down just because I think it would be cool to have a, an unarmed attack thing where you have a flame fist. Okay. I just think okay. that would be cool. But also... I, I do... I, I, I like that idea. Like Probably like probably that in, in that arcane series of feats we have, I would yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to leave a lot open for magic items and stuff too yeah me too okay is is that also how you guys feel because like you could cover a lot of magical item bases with feats mm-hmm. or spells um, i think like maybe i mean we have a ton of feats right now um maybe we can repurpose some of the feats as magic items um especially like the ones that have um uh like like the feats that have like extra movement or stuff like that like like um for instance herzog's character had agile warrior and perhaps like we can change that to be like i don't know like in D D, there are boats boots of elven kind which like let you move faster and like walk mm. up air yeah and stuff like well that. yeah talking to, like speaking of his feet there if if we could add almost like to some of those more combat oriented feats like with like 
actual numerical values of like movement and all this mm-hmm. like if there was like like you said like another element to it that gave it like something you could use more often mm-hmm. too yeah hmm i don't know that's all that's also just something to think about uh for us mm-hmm. um yeah and then like uh you you talked about exhaustion um yeah adding that uh, we talked about starting equipment possibly Mm-hmm. Uh, just as like a guide mm-hmm. um yeah yeah that's one thing i was gonna bring up yeah yeah, yeah. And starting then, a, starting equipment having a preparedness kind of yeah. skill um where like um up to maybe gm's discretion we have like like if you succeed on a roll like up to gm's discretion you have the thing that you would need in that moment like maybe you need rope or need a python or something like that or pitten mm-hmm. however that's pronounced yeah I don't um but um what are you guys thoughts on like uh kind of like uh making like a uniform number of skills per like base stat so like for example like brawn right now only has five skills associated with it but um body Ooh. has what six yeah, that body has six, is, brain has seven. Brain has um, seven. You know what I mean? That's just like, I don't want to be more overpowered than the rest. Yeah, no, that's that's a great idea. Yeah. Um the the issue that we run into there, I mean, like like for instance in D D, uh strength only has one skill associated with it. Like athleticism is the only skill for or athletics is the only skill associated with strength. Um it it's just like kind of the issue is like with brawn, like there isn't really much that could go along with it. Body, there's a little bit more, of course. Um, and then brain has a whole lot just because like, I mean, your brain does everything that your body doesn't control, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's the thing is like the equivalent skills in D&D would be strength and dex. Yeah. And both strength and dex are additive to like attack rolls, where in this yeah. case they're not. Like the skills, like there's specific skills for attack rolls, but the general skills of brawn and body are not applicable to like attack, attack rolls of any kind. So mm-hmm. it's like they make up for it in different ways in D&D, where in this case it's, I don't know if it's necessarily completely unbalanced, but it's like, it, like there's that's the the counter argument to that at least mm. i think that's a good point um yeah maybe maybe reworking like the combat skills a little bit mm-hmm. um like having unarmed attack swinging attack and thrusting attack reworking those a little bit sorry i guess i'm confused what the difference in like what is like what what is a thrusting attack like a stabbing or because it's yeah. like it's like a body movement but why i guess it wouldn't necessarily okay yeah so i guess, I guess the, uh, the idea there was that like you know when you when you're thrusting something you're trying to pinpoint like yeah. a specific spot yeah. Yeah. which would use kind of like your precision whereas swinging you can just fucking send it and yep. as hard as you go you know yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. um but that's something to think about yeah, definitely. Uh, we didn't really get into magic so much. Yeah, th- I mean, the next time that we we play, I mean, I definitely want to have more spells written. 
I mean, because spells, unlike feats, are very, very hard to come up with. Yeah. Um, right. Because there, there's so much, there's so much more that goes into them usually. Um, so we didn't even get into like mana or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, hmm. The only other thing was something that I already brought up to you guys last week um, when I was creating my character about like the proficiency buffs. Yeah. But I mean, that's still up to you guys. I, you guys know my thoughts on it. I guess I also had a, I had a comment on that proficiency buffs. So proficiency buffs can add to, they can make you proficient in something, have expertise in something. Mm-hmm. Or can and health. health. Yeah, they can add to your health. So yeah. to me that, like that third one makes it not about proficiency anymore, right? Um, see, I was I was trying to figure out a way where you could increase the amount of um, like the amount of points that you go up HP per level, um, and we didn't have anything that you were burning instead of getting proficiency buffs with. Um, like proficiency buffs at level three or mm-hmm. um or wait no level two is when you get those but see like I, I i want to have another thing that you can spend proficiency buffs on that aren't just getting proficiency buffs like like for instance with feats like you can spend a feat on getting another feat or you can spend it on adding one to any of your base stats yeah um but I want to have there be another thing that you can spend proficiency buffs on. And for those of you who are listening to this and are still listening to this, um, (laughs) I mean, if if you want to let us know something, I'm thinking like maybe adding additional SDPs for certain skills that you're already proficient in maybe or something. I like that actually. Yeah. Like, like for spending a proficiency buff to get an additional SDP or an additional two SDPs for a skill mm-hmm. that you're proficient in, um, I think would be interesting. Um, also, I'm, I'm finding that the SDP mechanic is a little, not, not broken so much, but like it isn't as useful as we thought it was going to be like, like, um, you know, this is our first play test, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, I found like we made one outdoorsmanship check, and like I'm thinking like max whenever you're out, um, like out if you're playing like a long form campaign in this system, uh, you're probably not going to make more than one outdoorsmanship check in a day, right? Unless yeah, like you so have you probably spend that SDP. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like some skills are just like, like, it's just plain not useful to have SCPs for them because you're making these checks so rarely. Right. Um, and I mean, obviously that, that varies between GMs and that varies between players, like the the kind of play style you want and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it all sort of, it all really depends. Yeah, and I remember your, like, original idea was you almost had, like, a pool for mm-hmm. skills that you're not proficient in, mm-hmm. which may be something to consider again, mm-hmm. like, with that. Yeah, like, um, 
I mean, you, you have specific STPs for certain skills that you are proficient or an expert in. And then you have a pool of SDPs outside of that, that maybe you'll be able to spend on skill checks. Um, maybe up to, like you can spend like up to, I don't know, whatever, four SDPs on a certain skill check or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we would have to math out like how many SDPs you get at certain levels. And then, oh, I mean, that, that can be like you, can spend a proficiency buff on raising your per day like SDP pool. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that, that's a lot of stuff to think about. And uh, does anyone have anything else? Okay. Nothing too much. It's just getting a, a wrangle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's very dense, as you know. It's a seventy-three page document, so <laughs> you guys are gonna know a lot more about it than I probably ever will. But... Mm -hmm. I get yeah, that. Absolutely. And then, yeah, obviously, for any listeners, like if you have any ideas for feats, spells, um, any comments on the things that we said, like any adjustments to that, uh, feel free to voice that. Mm -hmm. uh, because yeah, we absolutely. Yeah, our our Twitter is at ingestpod. That's at i n g e s t e pod. And our email is the same handle at gmail.com. Uh, if you guys want to take a look at our gameplay sheet, it's bit.ly forward slash in jest. And the I and in and the G and jest are both capitalized. Make sure that they are capitalized. Um, well, that's all we got. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, be sure to write in. Let us know what we did right, what we should change. And uh, let us know if you guys have any feet ideas or spell ideas or anything like that. Cool. Catch you guys later.